the Strib today. Headline, suspect in dog theft shot and killed in Minneapolis. You have got to read it. It might not be anything for the show, but it's a jumping off point for a novel. Ready, Rock? King voice of Jesse Ventura. This is Jesse Ventura, Ad Reads. Begin. All right. Uh, This is a fun thing. Yeah. Uh, Dude, he has this here in our folder. I remember the last one was... uh, No pink. Yeah, he made sure I was going to some no pink territory. Yeah, no pink, which is... What was it? It was a color of pink paint that when you... Uh, use it as uh, as you paint something, it becomes invisible. Yeah. That was yeah. what it was. All right. <clears throat> Here we go. Are you tired of drinking colas that aren't infused with nitrogen? <laughs> <laughs> then get ready for Nitro Pepsi, oh, the first God. ever nitrogen-infused cola. It's more than just a cola. It's an experience. The nitrogen infusion creates a mesmerizing cascade of microscopic bubbles that give Nitro Pepsi an easy texture and silky, frothy head of foam while still delivering that unapologetically Pepsi flavor. (laughs) And it's made possible by a unique technology at the bottom of every can that assures you get a smooth and creamy experience from the first sip to the last. Well, let me tell you about a unique technology. Oh, God. In 1991, the Department of Defense paid Sinead O'Connor $12 million to collaborate on a PSYOPs project codenamed Beast Note. Can no one hear it? Oh, wait, we have to interrupt. They were attempting to record a specific... What's we up? have a guest here. We have to interrupt the uh, now. Dan, we're on the council. We're Dan. on the council, so don't be using that. Yeah, don't. Yeah, don't your, use... your vile, foul oh, language yeah, yeah. that hey, you yeah. normally use. Every, your custom. Everybody, straighten up the boss. How is that here. funny? I didn't think that was funny at all. <laughs> Thank you, Candy. God Almighty, hey. I thought I was nuts. No, hold are... on, hold on. Wow. Both of you, be quiet. Dan. Hold that something? up to a camera. What happened? Put it right what up to that one, Dan. Yep. Well, that's a. This is why he's in management. And not yeah. in, uh, what is it? A tub of turkey gravy? No. What do we got? Well, in his Dan, defense, it is dark it is. over there. Look at that. A nice uh, a microphone. Paperweight. 100 years of Hubbard Broadcasting. 100 years celebrating 100 years of broadcasting. Wow. In 1923. Stanley E. Hubbard. That's cool. That's kidding. It's yours. I get one. The rest of them don't. They don't. Uh-uh. No. I I think he's lying because I got. You think he's got my candy? Telling me I'm getting it. So, <laughs> did you bring our candy? This is fantastic. Kenny and Johnny, yours is in the mail. Oh, mail, nice. Postage like due. Yes, with the check. <laughs> Postage due with, with the, the check. check huh? uh, ask Ooh, him yes. what the value is. Kenny, um, Kenny wants Kenny to know what, what the value what the value is. is on the secondary market. <laughs> right. If I put that on eBay, what'll I get? Holy oh, crap, that is, this is cool. cool. Uh, very, very cool. Much. Thank you, guys. Where do I get Very one? cool. Thank you, guys. Yeah. All right. You too. Merry, first... Merry wow. Christmas. This is my first appearance on the town council. It is. Wow. This I is was, the guy. Uh, I, I thought there would be a few. Uh, Joe's been around for 100 years. <laughs> right. Nobody threw that joke out there. So. But we're sick of it. We're sick of oh, doing it every day is what not. happens. Did we get big time love at the community luncheon yesterday? You did. Really? You guys raised important money for the schoonover? 
Oh, that's true. I forgot about that. Raise important money for second store. Yeah, thank you for well, that, by the way. The girl, Every dollar. The GLers did. Yeah, we yeah, we didn't right. do it. The GLers did the heavy lifting. <laughs> Rook, get your really... science crap out of here. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, I did, do this. I had to hear Will Sasso. Happy holidays. Man. You too. Thanks, Dan. Thank, thank you. Christmas. Thank you. Thank you. Dan, Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas. Danny? <laughs> Dan's saying hi to you. Here, look in that one. That one right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I got the that's called hey that's called confidence no that's confidence that's balls hey okay. see you dan thank you god this is cool wow you, what is that called is that etched glass or what is that uh, i don't know i don't i don't know see i don't have the throaties do i can't it. get down see, there I that, can't get down there. I'm sorry, but Matthew is way better than Sasso. Oh, that no. Sasso thing wasn't funny at all. Was well, it done? No, I stopped oh. playing it because Dan wanted to do oh, this. Yeah. You, you, the funny part is that when he's done with a real ad, he's making up something that's hilarious. Can I have well, my ads? It's funny because it's a big hat. <laughs> That's that's right a, here, Norm right McDonald. Right here. What? A that's hat. What, that's where the oh, bullet goes. I forgot I still had my nitrogen. Oh. Now can I have ads? You've got nitrogen Pepsi. How is <laughs> with I don't, a musical that, note not found in the standard human range? They believe that any animal who there. heard this note would become susceptible to mind control, effectively turning that animal into a subhuman assassin. <laughs> All right. So when you're enjoying the first smooth taste of Nitro Pepsi tonight at your local karaoke bar, <laughs> ask yourself if it's worth dying for. <laughs> Holy shit. Is Nitro Pepsi a real product? I don't know. Nitro Pepsi? I don't either. I I mean that enhanced selected Oops. bacon <laughs> is on sale at Target for four dollars and eighty nine cents a pound. Uh -huh. Start your day with savory, a savory favorite when you cook up sixteen sizzling ounces of hardwood smoked bacon from Market Pantry. <laughs> this perfectly cured enhanced selected bacon is naturally <laughs> hardwood smoked for a rich smoky flavor that's perfect for breakfast. I know why Kenny doesn't like it. He's why? reading the script. Where the silo full, full of tortillas is him just off, off the top of his head. What are we doing on the show today? Can I have ads? Hi. Nice talking to all of you. Merry Christmas. Can I have ads? Uh, Joe. Joe. I don't Joe. have any. Joe. 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 You're going to have Nitro Pepsi and Grunhoffers along with Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. What are we doing today, Joe? Fun Friday. Uh, <laughs> I've got quite the history of brown Christmases. I'm dreaming. Buckle up. You know what, Kenny? I can tell you what I'm going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I admit I was a little crabby. I was a little crabby right up until Brown the history. Now I am all in, Such. I'm all in. I've got quite the history of Brown Christmases. Hey Dad, I know you don't have a tongue. You gotta sign up. 
Joe's got the entire history of Brown Christmas. I'm going to reveal it. show right now. It's going to be stop wonderful. Stop what you're doing. No. Everybody stop. call, call everybody, everybody you know. I actually wrote it down, Brown Xmas. Yeah. <laughs> Do you need me to research anything? I got it covered. Don't worry. Oh, my okay. God. Okay, good. Hold on tight, boys. Wow. Here we go. Don't tell me I don't know how to entertain people. <laughs> this, is, this is the big time right here. Yeah, I got to sort some stuff out here. Okay. Stop. Turn Shut off. get out of you today is a seafoam. Oh, crap. I don't know. forget, we got to lay down that maple grove before you leave today. All right. We'll do it. Well, you know what? We can do it now. Well, now. Might go a little long. <clears throat> That's fine. Let me uh, give it the once over twice here. That's what she said. I don't know. <laughs> Johnny I have to get down and frothy. But the part of the that video phrase. that's great is he once again met mentions Bob fighting Bob Backlund at the Spectrum in Philadelphia. <laughs> that must be his go-to. Is that something he actually like a did? Lot of that's well, his, yeah, that's his a lot of people. Towels over there, those paper towels. I only have uh, one. Did he actually fight? You Bob need that for your science experiment. At the Spectrum. Oh here, Joe. Did you ever cover a game at the Spectrum? Yes. Flyers? Yeah, he yes. no, he covered uh, Jesse Ventura wrestling um, Bob Backlund, Bob Backlund, and Mister North Bears. Was that that's the fight? Was it there? Or was it, was it here? Neat, okay, it was a neat building. Speaking Sorry. of hockey, yes, sir. Not you. What? What do you want to know? Do you have any thoughts on that overtime right up until the Kami uh, scored? Yes, I do. Tell me, I want to know if it's our boys this. don't shoot the puck. My God, I they right do there. not right shoot there. the I puck. I said that to hey, my. What wife. goal did Faber get yesterday? He shot from the point. Yeah, yeah. That's what you have to do. If nothing else, you'll get a rebound. I have never yelled as much as I did at the TV. What the hell were they doing? Ah, uh, you will never score on shots you never took. No, they uh, they're confusing puck possession with quality play. No, it's you. it's it's it drives me crazy. I'm yelling at them. I've yeah. s I saw at least four shots in overtime that weren't taken and were yep. passes instead. Absolutely, I was so enraged. And they're only lucky that the commie said the hell with this and shot one. Yeah, but very very lucky. And you know what? It went in. It did. He's good. Well, he's got a wonderful quick release. Fratelloni's Hardware oh, and Garden Store. Sweet Jesus, we're not even remotely close. Kenny, you Why ready? not? Look at the time. Well, the time is right. Oh, it's 5-2. Kenny, you ready? Um, oh, it's true. Okay, I'm going to mute. This is going to go a little long. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. All I'm right. going to mute everybody's mic, and I'm ready. I'm rolling. This week is your last chance to receive 12% off all Liberty Safe products at Maple Grove Lock and Safe. The sale ends at the end of the month. So you're going to need to swing in and go home with the peaceful peace of mind, knowing you own the best safe made. You'll know your goodies are protected with the American-made Liberty Safe, the best fire protection you can get, fully transferable lifetime warranties and professional delivery and installation, courtesy of Rich, the Maple Grove Lock and Safe Santa. Also courtesy of Rich, and he just added this on, and it's only through the end of the month, a light kit, a dehumidifier, and a power outlet installed Free of charge. The website, maplegrovelockandsafe.com. If you want to give Rich a call, 
494-9075. Better yet, just stop into the shop. 6901 East Fish Lake Road in Maple Grove and Pester Rich right, uh, right in person with your many questions. Protect what matters most and give the gift of safety. Give it to a loved one or give it to yourself. 12% off a Liberty Safe and a free light kit dehumidifier and power outlet installed for free. MapleGroveLockAndSafe.com. Beautiful. Give it to yourself. Now, everyone be quiet. Kenny, I saved this just for you. I actually emailed it to myself because you use this in your traffic reports. Ladies and gentlemen, I give to you a holly jolly Christmas Little John style. (laughs) (laughs) To the window, to the wall. Till the sweat drops down my ball. Until all of these bitches crawl. Ah, sweet, sweet, goddamn. Hey, hey. Getting drunk in the club, she's working. I like to see them females twerking. Taking their clothes off, fucking naked. ATL, ho, don't disrespect it. 369, damn, she fine. Hoping she can sign to me. Bring your ass right over here, ho, and let me see you get low. Get low. To the window, get to low. the wall, to the sweat, sweat drops down my balls. It's not very Christmas. Oh, by golly, skeet, skeet, motherfucker, goddamn. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Who is that's brilliant. Oh, it's brilliant. Uh, I don't know who the artist is, Kenny, that did it, but I, I heard it yesterday. I was in oh, here editing word. this show, and I was howling, and I said, I have to send myself this video so Can I, I play it for the soul man tomorrow. Can I ask you something? Kenny would do a traffic report. It's packed from the window to the wall. Right, but and it's one something? of the most vulgar hip hop songs ever laid down, <laughs> and I use it as a traffic reference. <laughs> Backed up from the window to the wall, right to the sweat <laughs> drop. Yeah, yes, sir. You had a question. Well, how did you happen to hear that? Weren't you working on the show? Oh yeah, I nose to the grindstone. I mean, we were hammering. <laughs> yeah, suspect I'm... in dog thefts shot and killed in Minneapolis. I know it's not a weird story. John, were you trying to say something? I was. I had my mute button on. I said you were doing research, and you ran into it. That's all. That's all I said. From the window to the wall. Skeet, skeet. Several times in the past few years, my wife has said something about on the window, and Dill looks at me, and we both go, to the window, to the wall. She looks, because she has no, she's never heard it. She looks at us like we're nuts. Kenny, I'm going to send this to you so you can have it for yourself I wonder if I could play that in my home when my mom's here on Christmas <laughs> Day. Mom, have you heard it, this new one? Just keep it down low, and she'll just start whistling along. There's no clue. Kenny, you got big family plans for Christmas? <laughs> Where we go. Uh, All right, there you go, soul man. Thank you. What are we doing today? Joe, did you say what we're doing? I've got a nice history of brown (laughs) Brown Christmas. That's it, huh? And I've got all kinds of stuff. Okay. I have the, uh, now, are you guys going to yell at me if I use the uh, the Orlando Sentinel story about the books? Or should I just skip it? I'll just skip it. Never mind. What are you talking about? (laughs) Orlando Sentinel published 673 books that schools took out in Florida. 
but most of them from the schools. Yes. Well, but they're not banned. They're available. Oh, no, but they're they're not available in the schools. Well, BFD, including a bunch of books that, you know, like deep purple. Or Deep color purple, purple or whatever from the window well, to the wall. Yeah. Wow, you can do God. that story, John. Dave I don't Klein care. died. Yeah, yeah. We weren't you here when we were talking Rookie about Ian Punnett died. I saw that. Did you guys see that? Yeah, I did. Yeah, Eon Punnett. Wow. You used to live on Boland and did he even Hamlin. drink? Nope. No, I uh, think he's, I think he hung it, it up was, many years ago. No, it was a. I was just talking to somebody. It was a a genetic thing with him. Oh. And unfortunately, he was due for a transplant next week. He didn't make it, huh? And he, they couldn't stabilize Shoot. him. Shoot. Gosh, I hope that's public. Well, it is now. Console. Sorry. Well, no, I just, well, he was a, you know, a co-worker. It sucks. Uh, he was, was a it? shock jock in his career. MGLs. Yes. Did he do the morning show at AM 1500? No, he did a morning show, I think, in Atlanta, and he was a shock jock. But he never, what did he do on AM 1500? He filled in, he but he did have host. a slot. Didn't he have a slot? Was it night? It was well, right before I started. Starting back. back. Yeah. <clears throat> Can we do the show? Joe, are you ready? He used to fill in for Art Bell all the time, remember? That's what yeah. I'm thinking of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I tried that. <laughs> no check? Yeah, there wasn't any little empty. I don't like those envelopes. I like those envelopes. Did I mention noise. the flag yesterday and what was wrong with it? Did yes. I do that on the air? I think so. Did I tell you guys Oh, wait, that? no, no. That's you just cool told trophy. me. Yeah. The, yeah. the Marine. Was it a Marine? Uh, just an uh, Army buddy of mine. No, you just told mm, me that no, off I the air. I don't remember you. All right, I'll tell you then. You ready? All right. What are you well, telling me? Take it away, little John. No, just a minute. Okay. Uh, <laughs> From skeet, the window skeet. to the wall. What the heck? Got any what big plans, Joe, for the weekend? <laughs> Kenny, what are uh, you doing this weekend? Minding my own business. Skeet, skeet. Frataloni. What are you doing for my birthday tomorrow, Kenny? Oh, you know who else right. has a birthday on your day? The traveling Tom Lyman. Huh. Does he? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. He's older than I am, though. Frataloni. Uh, uh, I don't know. Probably. I would imagine. Frataloni's? Yes. Rattaloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1215. December 22nd, 2023. 53 degrees was the high on this day in 1890. Might that be at, 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 at risk today? That I'll record. say. Huh? Yep. And then on this day in 1983, it was 20 below. And I'm not done. Uh, tomorrow, December 23, when the local hysterians are telling us we might break a record, we'll have to top 58 degrees from 1888. 58, damn near 60 in 1888. Oof. And the Christmas Eve record, which could be uh, under attack this year, the Christmas Eve record is 47 degrees in 1909. And the Christmas Day record, which also might be threatened this year, is 51 degrees in 1922. And I'm pleased to tell you that I've got a pretty good history here of brown Christmases. I I experienced a little derision when I mentioned that to you before the show, but I think you'll find that interesting. Hmm. Brown, brown Christmases. Hail the flashlight king. And now, from the mayor's Click. office above the boathouse <laughs> on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic. 
with Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hype in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your man, Joe Sushir. Why? You might be interested to note that since 1899, should there I be been, writing this down, or is there going to be a test? There's going to be a test. There have been 36 round Christmas days. Huh. Huh. It's about oh, it comes out about 20 percent of Christmases are brown Christmases. And I'm only mentioning all this because you know the hysterians are really gearing up to tell you that this has something to do with the hysterical use of minivans. But this uh, this is not uncommon. In recent history, Minnesota has had six brown Christmas days, meaning days with less than an inch of snow on the ground over the past 17 years. 2006, 2011, 2014, 2015, 2018, and two years ago, huh. 2021. Those These have been brown Christmases. Hundred. Yeah. Uh, setting apart this Christmas day from others, the Metro is set to see near-record heat on Christmas Day with high temps expected in the low 40s. But as I told you, uh -huh. uh, for Christmas Day, they'll uh -huh. have to beat 51 degrees established in 1922. Hmm. Two years ago, I remember being snowed in. Yeah, I couldn't go to North Dakota two years ago because of a blizzard. Well, I'm sorry. I'm telling you what I found from the National Weather Service. He can't help you with your horrid memories, okay? <laughs> I don't recall two years ago what Christmas was like. It was one I'll never forget. Maybe um, it was up north that it snowed to beat hell. I don't know. I just years, don't know. Two years ago, it was very snowy. I am... Uh, yeah, I remember the... It, it, John, had, are you are you on this, John? Get I'm, on I'm, this. I'm trying to look right now. We had snow yeah. from the window to the wall. Yeah. <laughs> the national it's all over the interwebs. Yeah. The National Weather Service Twin Cities office posted a graphic Wednesday that shows the past 70 years, uh how the past 70 years in the Twin Cities have measured up. Not including 2024, obviously. Minnesota has endured snow-free Christmases 14 of the past 20 years, about 20%, and the last one was two years ago, 2021. Huh. And here's the chart. See the chart? The little Christmas I trees? see the chart, yeah. And, for example, uh, 19, 1958 was a brown Christmas, 1965, 1967. 1977 and 79, 1986 and 1989. Okay. Uh, that sounds good. 1997, 2006, 2011. I remember because I had an old MG and I got it out on Christmas Day with the top down. And we all took festive rides. Huh. If, what, what year was that? 2011 was. I don't. Year. If you can't remember two years ago, I don't think I trust your memory for 2011. <laughs> Yeah, but it was, you know, I'm, I'm remembering it because of the car part. I don't remember the weather. Folks, if you're on the town council, um, you have complete access to us. Text us or email us your date, and we'll find out whether it was a brown Christmas or a white Christmas, <laughs> all the way back to the 1900s. 2014, 2015, yep. 2018, and 2021. Yep. Last year, we had a white Christmas. I was dreaming. So it's a, 
I only offer this information so that GLers are prepared at the family dinner table with the large succulent ham from Grunhoffers okay. just waiting to be torn into. Mm-hmm. That this will come up as an evidence today's must be or, or Christmas this year must be evidence of climate change. Well, first of all, the climate always changes and always will. Yep. Nature's whimsical. If you don't think you'll get payback for this stretch of weather, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, last April we had 14 uh, feet of snow. Uh, I, I thought this was gifted to us because we had to put up with last April. I could, but then uh, nature will not let us off the hook. We'll pay for this. No, this is payback for last April. Okay. So this is evening things out. Yeah. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration recently released an interactive map, Ken. Inter- huh? An interactive map that you can look at. I'm paying attention. Showing the historic probability of Christmas Day arriving with an inch or more of snow on the ground. Their data spanned only 30 years, showing Minnesota, of course, as one of the states with the highest probability of having a snowy Christmas. The southern half of the state gets one about 70% of the time, and it's about 90% of the time up north, as we call it here. Up mm. north. We was over north, smoke a weed, you know how we do? NOAA's data shows that in the past 123 years, there have been a total of 36 Christmases in Minnesota without snow or just a trace. Mm. I I hope that is helpful to you. I I always like to uh, be helpful when it comes to this. I have two items. I caught about half of that. Could you run that by me again? Yeah, and I am more confused now than I've ever been, to be honest. What's to be confused about? Uh, is well, it brown? I can't get is it white? Past the fact that two years ago, I got stuck in my own driveway. Well, I can't help you. You were up north where 90% of the time you have a white Christmas. Here in the southern climes. You are asking what? me to believe stuff that disbelieve. How's your phrase? You're the one that coined it. Well, you're, you're asking I'm asking you to, to disbelieve your own eyes. Yes. Yeah, but this is this is the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. This isn't me. That's a commie organization. Well, they're playing into my hand if they are. Now, <laughs> on for our non-Christian believers, we will do Hanukkah. Is well, it we've blue had, or we've is had, it white? We've had some brown Hanukkahs. Okay. Yeah. Well, what December exciting, Johnny Height? 24th, 2021, the snow cover at that point was 17.8 inches. On December 24th. I don't know well, what that means. I have no idea. Well, it means that somebody's wrong about 2021. Yeah. Go to your, uh, go to your newspaper uh, website. That's, that that's what I, that's what I'm on. I'm on the oh. weather page of the Star Tribune, December 24th, 2021. 2021. Uh, snowfall at Minneapolis airport, 24 hours, uh, zero inches season to Something I can't read it. Seventeen point eight inches. Well, then the, the the government agency, the NOAA, screwed up. That damn government. See, yeah. it's always what the, the government. hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you think they did that on purpose, wanting us to believe that it's become an ever increasing problem? Ooh, could be. I have two items on the flag. Go, Joe. Uh. An ex-military friend of mine said there's something terribly wrong with the flag, the new Minnesota state flag. It cannot be displayed upside down. It doesn't make any difference. And you need to display up flags upside down when you're in distress, when you're in peril. Hmm. 
And if you look at the flag and you flip it upside down, it just mirrors. It's it's a mirror image of itself. Hmm. Um, I you told this to me yesterday, and I thought, how many people right now would even know what that meant? Well, my neighbor does. He flies uh, his flags upside down. Uh, probably on the committee, the redesign committee, Chris. I would think not anyone. Wait, wait, wait. He's Russian. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> he he flies his flag upside down, which means he's in peril, and you just ignore it, but observe that it's upside down. It's like it's like the ghetto over there. I'm not going anywhere near that. Got a stove in the yard. Oh, it's worse than that. My Old friend. toilet bowl. Oh boy, uh, flowers coming out of rusted it. Chevy. The animals graze in his yard. Hmm. Well, yeah. that's kind of neat. Yeah, that's really. Then I got a note. Huh. I got a note from Steve Norenberg, who writes, I, like most garage logicians, agree with your comments over the past few weeks about the removal of the previous state flag by the radical left. Let me stop right there. I, I, I was not necessarily opposed to a new state flag. I just wanted a better one. Hmm. But we did. I didn't mind that they wanted to redesign the old what? state flag. What? I just wanted a better one. If they were going to come up with one, let it be worth the effort. Well, what I, they came up with is not like worth a, anything. A random Tetris game. Yeah. I. Okay. <laughs> I did not see genocidal implications in the old flag. I just saw a farmer and an Indian. But the the dark souled among us have seen insidious things in that flag. Some DFL legislature from Coon Rapids or something blew a stack and said, We got to redo this. And the bing bang boom, the next thing you know, we got this flag that you can't even hang upside down. Yep. Now, uh, then he figures, uh, he writes, I thought you might enjoy this post that I found on social media. Instead of telling you about what I don't like about the new Minnesota flag, let me tell you what I did like about the old Minnesota flag. Okay. I liked that it showed me the year 1858 when we became a state. 1893, we adopted our first flag. The 19th star showed Minnesota was the 19th state to enter the Union after the original 13. Our state flower, the beautiful lady slipper, the star of the north, which is our motto, the Native American on horseback that proudly took care of and named so many of our 10,000 lakes and our towns, the farmer tilling the land, and of course, the water. Sometimes you just need to leave things alone. I've, I've already received in the mail two of the outgoing Minnesota flags. I might, I might order more. Not only are they neat looking, but they're going to become... You know, the kids of the kids I used to have can take it to Antiques Roadshow 40 years from now <laughs> and make a fortune. From what I understand, everybody's selling out of them. They're yeah. hard to get. They're hard point. to get. I got two big ones. Yeah, um, I too have a couple hey now, of them. Um, that Alamo flag thing in Burnsville Center is closed. Yeah. What Burns do you mean closed? Th that store. I mean, they're out of business? It used to be a store. They're, Kenny they're just got a flag from them. You must have gone it. You must have been connected via internet because the physical store, I went down there to see. You did? Well, I had other stuff to do, but physically, Burnsville Center is a ghost town. I've never been there. Well, there's talk. Isn't there talk that they're going to turn it into a completely something unlike a mall? I have no idea, but I, I remember so when looking. I was looking on your behalf, and I think Virginia kept coming up. Matthew. Virginia? Yeah. 
Yeah, I, that's, I, the, if you go to the Alamo site, it sends you to a like flag USA in Virginia oh, or wherever oh, it is. Okay, all right. We just right. couldn't get it for Christmas, so I won't be able to get it to them. I just put the the shopping oh. expert on the case, and she went to Amazon, and bing, bing, boom. Yeah, I, I, had, have... I had two flags arrive by mail. But I don't have time now for Christmas. I was too late. So. Well, I didn't That's do it one. for Christmas. Isn't there a flag store across the street from the halftime wreck? Energy, the halftime Energy, wreck? Energy Park Drive. You're going past I don't know. Gabe's by the park. You go over Lexington. I don't know. And then on the right, before you get to the cemetery... There's a there when the Amazon truck comes to the Sushri estate, does it always maintain the same path or does he try no. to well, like first of all, while? They, first they of have all, a belt Chris, system? Yeah, he he backs up the driveway ah. and he gets out his two wheeler. <laughs> right. And then an assistant rolls up yeah, in a different Amazon coming. van. <laughs> I'm at the point where I'm in the driveway now waving them off. <laughs> yeah, saying, no, no, that's enough. Keep moving. <laughs> I have a sad note. Oh. And I don't remember this. Hello, Joe and Rookie. Hello, Joe and Rookie. Good start. Well, I think he means all of us. I'm sure. A few years ago, you read a poem saluting a fallen sailor. I want you to put your thinking cap on. I have tried to find it on the internet, but have not found it. We lost our mother on October 26. She was a longtime GLer. Then our father died yesterday to liver cancer. A man who never had a drink in his life died of liver cancer. Dad served in the Navy during the Korean War and was very proud of his service, as were his children. I would like to read that poem at his funeral. Any help would be greatly appreciated. Todd Radcliffe, member of the Royal Order of 21sters. I, I, I don't remember re something about that. I don't but recall I can't it. I don't recall it. Would it have been something that came up during one Veterans of our Day? one of our remembrances of the F. Scott Fitzgerald? I think maybe around Veterans Day, possibly. <clears throat> I'm sorry, Todd. I don't recall that poem. And if you looked on the uh, internets, I think I probably won't, because I'm sure you looked up prayer for a Paul, uh, prayer for a fallen sailor. Well, those two dates are aren't they back to back? The the Fitz and tenth and the eleventh. Yeah, yeah, the Fitz and Veterans Day. Are well, I'm sorry about your loss. So naval. That's tough going into Christmas. You lose my and dad. I'll see. Yeah, that's really tough. Poem for a naval fallen naval sailor. I'll look up. Hmm. What other kind of sailor would there be? Ooh, that hurts. No, I, you're right. There's there's commercial sailors and merchant sailors and navy sailors and. Are we in a break? Back to brown Christmas. I think we're still on. No, we're not, Kenny. All right, I'll send this to you so you can have it. It's the uh, <laughs> it's the colored Christmas trees. Some of them are white, meaning we have a white Christmas. We could put it in the fridge. Some of them are absent any snow. That means you're having a brown Christmas. Show the kids. Mm -hmm. Did you see the picture of the presidential jet Air Force One with the UFO hovering over yeah. it? Yeah. I said at the beginning of 2023, this would be the year when we would have breakout UFO. We'd, we'd know more. Mm -hmm. uh, that hasn't necessarily come true, but we're still awaiting the big reveal that I might call it, the big reveal. We've gotten more information in 2023. I don't think there's any doubt that something's going on, right. but we haven't had yet the big reveal. 
So I'll, I'll cling to my uh, my uh, uh, prediction and say maybe that'll be 2024. Because you can't keep hiding a UFO hanging around Air Force One for Pete's sake. Right. You can't. And uh, we're and I I think that I think what would snap this country to attention would be a large extraterrestrial vehicle of some sort about the size of the United States planted <laughs> over the United States with whoever's in it on a loudspeaker saying your time is up and we we would come to our senses pretty wow. quick pretty quick <laughs> wouldn't so. we i think so yeah i think what we do is we yeah. say Inst- 10 yeah, instantaneous. So. Did you see this Tucker Carlson story? You know what we do? We'd start firing twenty twos at it the way the natives down in in uh, in the rainforest they see a plane and they shoot arrows at yeah. it. You know, I think we're going to need a bigger. Firearm. I think we're going to need a bigger gun. This this is the plot of many fifties movies and and books, Joe. Well, I know, and I think it'll snap us out of our it'll snap us out of our lack of attention to how drastically we're losing our. <laughs> society mm-hmm. what did tucker um, carlson say it's on the hill and i have yet to click on it but the headline <laughs> is tucker carlson on ufos too dark to share um grouch he's a government guy the government has killed people for trying to go public really well i dare, i've never said a word about them I don't believe in them. I think the government's in control. Oh, and I have no, like I have no idea what they're doing. Holy crap. No idea. The big reveal. Let's have the big reveal. All right, the big reveal. You know, what do they think? That, let's say the government does know something. Are they afraid? Of course, we are pretty stupid. You know, like in Chicago, you're all in the dumbass classes now. Do they think that we're not capable of handling this news? Uh, I think I think that's it exactly. I think they're afraid of mayhem, that we're all just going to go nuts and stop Panic. paying our mortgage. Yeah. Mm. Maybe and that's it. Stop paying our bills and start looting. I know I'm going right to looting right away. <laughs> start <laughs> right one. Yeah. yeah. Instant looting. Say, earlier I mentioned when you're gathered around the table with that Christmas ham from Grunhoffers, uh, I have some uh, breaking news for you. The Grunhofer's White Bear store is now open. It's on Highway 96, 1350 Highway 96, Suite 1. Nice. Right there on 96. Uh, That's fantastic news from uh, Spencer. He's just releasing this now. And uh, people are flocking to Grunhofer's to get their Christmas meals. I hope you have done so. Uh, call them, see if there's still time to get your Christmas ham. I have to think there might be, huh? It's a big meat market. He's got a lot of ham, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. 651-426-2800. Now, I don't know. Does that mean the phone rings in all three Grunhofer's locations or maybe just the store north of Hugo on Highway 61. I've got a good idea. Go visit them and find out. I might be heading up that way tomorrow. Okay. And if I do, I'm swinging. To the new one? No. Well, I could do that one too, but I might be heading up past Spencer's and I might have to swing in. Go check out the new one. You've been to the other two. Well, that would be right on my way, Chris. Maybe I would. There you go. You can say, hey, I've been to all three. Yep. And let me tell you something. Uh, there's Hugo location, Forest Lake on 97, just east of 35, Burnsville on the service road of life near County Road 42, 
No, that's no, that's, that's eco. That's eco fun. Well, they're both up there. That's why I got confused. No, Burnsville's down there. Spencer's <laughs> at Hugo Forest Lake and now White Bear. That's it. On Highway ninety six. How about Columbus? Does he have one in Columbus yet? <laughs> no, uh, Spencer's place is in Forest Lake. Ah. It is noted on Spencer's literature that it's in Forest Lake. Got it. So get to Grunhofer's for the Christmas meal. Well, you know, that week extends in the New Year's and all the football playoffs. And Grunhofer's is the place to be. And, yes, congratulations to Spencer and the Grunhofer's team. The new store is now open. Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats at 1350 Highway 96. And I'm comfortable saying that is in White Bear Lake. Easy walking distance to all Should, three. Uh, did you guys see Mike's email? Mike who? Mike Price. Alamo Flags is still open. We should probably. What? He just talked to him. He called him right, right after he said that. I was so down we, there and it said it's supposed to be in spot 1620 and it here's, wasn't. Here's the deal. The mall directory. The mall, no, Rook didn't. Uh, the mall directory where you would find the store shows the old location within the mall. So it's got a new location. So we should probably I'm mention that. So were hoodwinked. I was hoodwinked. You were distracted by all the Christmas decor. No, the, every store was closed. Oh. Boy, I got to tell you, there was nothing better than rolling on up to the Burnsville Center back in the day. Man, you were living. I'm going to go to the city. Where is it anyway? Burnsville. Burnsville. <laughs> Gabe just sent me a picture. And it's of a chair Joe, it's at a store, and it says, the husband's waiting room. It's about six blocks from EcoFun. Not even. I don't have a lot of faith in the stuff that Tucker tells me. You know why? It seems like a lot of faith. I just don't. There's something within me that doesn't allow me to believe him. It's definitely a Kenny problem. Well... Nope. John, I'm trying to nope. I'm trying to say something without saying it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nope. I'm not, we're not doing this. Rock. What's up? Probably we be need... a vice presidential candidate. I shush. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think we should be laughing about it. Yeah, because, that's you know, uh, you're probably right. Yeah. Rock, uh, I need Zuras, Masonic, and Alamo flags. Okay, Alamo. <laughs> well, we better correct that. We've uh, just caused him irreparable yeah, we, harm. Yeah, we, we probably should. Yeah, zero res, Masonic. Yep. So they're still open. <clears throat> yes. I didn't. I missed that. I was listening to. Where Tucker. are they? Second floor, Burnsville. <laughs> Kenny, even uh, one of the shots in overtime that wasn't taken. I think it was Eck that had the puck. He left the zone. Rather than take the shot, he left the zone and they had to all start over. Drives me crazy. I mean. And it's no different under this coach than it was under the other one. May I? Uh, uh, I think they are shooting more. The game is quicker. Yeah. And but they're, they're not shooting enough. Uh, the commie. After he got took that hit, who was it? Ross? No. Uh, wow. Rossi. How about Rossi. that? Rossi? This Rossi yeah. kid. Yeah, yeah he's no bigger than me. Right. Without even thinking right. about it, just takes this guy. That was a good. Was, that was a good. That fired was, the boys up. 
that fired the whole place. It fired up. the boys may, up. Yep. May I ask yep. a question that yeah. will make me sound really stupid? Yeah. I I watched part of the fourth period, fourth third period, third, and the yeah. and the overtime. Yeah. And I watched to the end of the game. Why do they go from four on four to three on three during overtime? Is that a, a I rule learned that or? myself last night. I guess halfway through the the oh, five good. minute mark, you go to three people. Good. I, I wasn't even I aware of that. I don't feel dumb then. <laughs> Johnny, do you have to use that feature on your TV that allows you to um, the chase the puck, the little blue line that you have to follow the puck with? I've never I'm, had trouble following I don't. The, I am okay. sorry to say with my eyeballs, it has become a challenge. I've never had trouble the following the puck. One of my favorite hockey memories is I took my youngest brother, who doesn't know a damn thing about sports, to the wild game where we had the Hubbard seats right next to the glass. And oh, after, yeah. the, after the third Ooh. period, he got up and said, all right. I'll go get the last round of beers. I said, Rob, the game's over. Game's over. <laughs> and they stopped selling there was beer. a fourth period. They stopped selling beer at 10 minutes. The, the uh, oh, all right. <laughs> I'll go with you on the puck thing, though, because when he scored the game winner last night, I didn't see any of that. So I was very happy when they slowed it down and I could watch it all in slow motion. Guy, oh, he's, I, uh, he's very my fast. Eyeballs, I had like yes. saucer eyeballs. I was so focused. Yeah. About five times out of eight, when he gets the puck where he happened to be, he's going to score. Well, that and was we'll, just boom, boom. I mean, yep. Yeah. And the Wolves Holy beat balls. a LeBronless Laker team. Yeah, I saw part of that too. I was flipping all night, basically. Despite what I know about Anthony Edwards, mm-hmm. it, you can't help but find him a fun guy to watch. He's pretty good. Yeah, he's fun Holy watch. mackerel, is he a player? Uh, twelve twenty nine. Did yeah, you catch any boy. of Jingle Ball on Channel Five last night? I did not, Matt. Jingle Ball, Jingle Ball. That was all right. I clicked on that too. What's that? Uh, a bunch of stars singing. Let's go. The earth is not your mother. The Joe Suchere show. Look at that. I love that bass. And uh, if you love Minnesota based charities, God, I'm just wow. beautiful. I am so I'm so clever. So clever. Then you're going to love Minnesota Masonic Charities. I'm so clever. Just ask me. Just ask me. I'll tell you. I'll pat myself on the back with both hands. I'm ambidextrous. Minnesota Masonic Charities, one of the leading grant makers in the state, including primary support for the University of Minnesota Masonic Children's Hospital, also the University of Minnesota's Masonic Cancer Center. Both great institutions leading the fight against cancer, which we want to stop with research on the causes, prevention, treatments, and cures. Also one of the leading cancer research institutes in the nation. Their research on the causes, prevention, detection, and treatment of cancer has helped tens of thousands of people, and they want you to learn more. they got a beautiful campus in Bloomington. You can go to their website, mnmasoniccharities.org, to learn more about this wonderful Minnesota institution. That's mnmasoniccharities.org. Say, I know it's Christmas, and we're trying to be... Uh, Christmassy? Christmassy, but... Do you know that... During the last legislative session, the uh, the majority party, the Democrats, they created a program to provide free school breakfast, yes, regardless of parental income. Mm-hmm. And now we learn that it's going to cost more than expected. Oh, shocker! Because of a jump in <laughs> demand, did it not occur to them to maybe budget for an increase in demand as long as you're making it available to everyone? 
I mean, I can see where many people would decide to take advantage of this, no matter what what their family and, income happens to be. And the way I understand it, the lunches and the breakfasts are being provided, whether the kids take part in the program or not. In the case of my, my two kids, if they wanted to, they could go have breakfast at school. So in other words, wait a minute, the food's being prepared and the money's being spent, whether it's the demand is being met or not. Does that make sense? No. Yeah. And it's, are you yeah. sure about that? I'm, I'm positive because I asked my both well, of me, my why kids. Don't I, why don't I stick to the story for a minute? Okay. And we'll see where we oh, are. Let's hear about his kids. What, what did they very, have for lunch? <laughs> when Democratic Governor Walls signed the legislation last spring, advocates said the free meals would ease stress on parents and help reduce childhood poverty while lifting the stigma on kids who rely on them. Thousands of school children who did not previously qualify have been getting free meals since Minnesota, just this fall, became the country's fourth state to offer universal free school meals. Republican lawmakers ejected the program as it moved through the legislature, saying it was a poor use of taxpayer dollars to subsidize meals for students whose parents could afford them. I think I'm, I'm in agreement with the Republican lawmakers. I think that's a poor idea. I want to feed the kid who can't eat unless I feed him, but I don't have to feed your kid. Right. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, what do you think the costs have risen? What do you think the number oh, is? Oh, 60%. What do you think the number is? Oh, that's Six, a good guess. Now, give me a million total. Um, oh, 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 uh, oh, yeah. 4.7. This is for whom? This is we're feeding all the kids, Matt, in school, regardless of parental income. And we're now discovering that there's a great shortfall in the budgeting for this program. So it's statewide. Absolutely. Um, $100 million. Well, you're on the right track. $81 million more over the next two years and $95 million more in the two years after that. It strikes me, I don't think this is hyperbole. <laughs> Everything we followed this year, every program they've come up with has has we quickly have learned that it wasn't enough money. They have screwed up everything. The state office building is going to cost considerably more than they snuck right. in in the first place. Right. They can't figure out the cannabis situation. They The school lunch program is going to be, in two years from now, $100 million more than they budgeted for. The family leave program is coming in with expenses that they never anticipated. On and on and on and on. Everything they did, these adult children in the DFL, everything they've done has not has not been properly budgeted. Everything. But that doesn't matter to them. Apparently not. Because they can always go back to the taxpayer well. Until they can't. Okay, but what we're missing here is why are we so – I don't want any kid to go hungry, and I want everybody like you feed the kids that really need it. But what this is all because of the stipulation that little Ernie uh, is going to be scarlet-lettered because he can't afford lunch. Okay, I, got a, I have a solution. So they I have a GL solution. Everybody. I have a GL solution. What? How many uh, schools in the state do you think this applies to? Should, look, just for the hell of it, should we say a thousand schools? Okay. Yep. All right. Those thousand schools could each come up with a guy. Now, the guy could also be a woman because women can be guys. Right. Okay. So a thousand schools come up with a guy. 
and uh, presumably a retired person. And it would be that guy's role to show up at school during lunch and just to give the cashier a nod when a kid's coming who can't pay for it and say, I got it. Boom, over. And at the end, like he's the line captain. At the end of the month, he writes a check to the school for uh, you know two hundred and twenty-two dollars or whatever. And and meantime, no kid is uh, no kid is made to feel humiliated because he has to leave his plate there because he doesn't have the money. What would that cost? It would cost nothing, and you make it a charitable donation. So it's private. You make it a charitable <clears throat> donation, so the guy doing that. Or you could even you could get a bunch of guys for each school, and they could take turns. They, hey Jim, I got to go to Florida next week. Will you cover for me? Got it. And and Jim takes that week. And they each one of those guys at the end of the year, maybe they maybe they spent three grand each. What does he say to the guy? I got to go to Florida next week. Will you cover for me? <laughs> I don't Sounds know. Like is your the, wife going? No. This is the alley captain approach. Yes, the alley yes. captain approach. Yeah. And then at the end of the year, maybe Jim paid three grand and Bob was twenty eight hundred, and they get to deduct that as a charitable expense. And then whatever percentage of that would come off their taxes as a charitable expense, because you don't get a hundred percent of any charitable okay. donation. You only get a portion. It's a great idea. And, now and, tell me why and, it won't work. And yeah, then you, and you, then it's over. And the state does not have to spend one hundred million dollars to buy overpriced food because the state's in bed with the government and the government will the federal government will work with the state government in such a way that nothing would be rational or reasonable you're going to pay too much for a carton of milk but you have you have bob sitting there and he covers the food i think it's a brilliant idea i i i take i take a i take a week it, I take no. a week. Respond to Matthew. Tell us why it won't work because you know this isn't going to work. Tell us why. You already know. I don't know why it wouldn't work. We're not capable of doing that anymore in this country, <laughs> right. this, this state. This, the the school town. district wouldn't say, wait a minute, we can't have a random stranger come. No, he's a volunteer. That's that's a 1950s approach, which would have worked great then. But see, it now just, it's just not plausible anymore, Joe. We're not, we can't do that. Did I show you my chart of this brown Christmas? <laughs> I'm sorry, Such. I'm sorry. They? I mean, it's a wonderful, but it's rose-colored glasses. But how do they distinguish, okay, the inner-city school kids? You know that they're below the poverty level, and they're all getting the school lunches. Okay, would you agree with this statement? There has to be a better way than what these knuckleheads have come up with. Without a doubt. Yes. yes. Yeah, this is ridiculous. There's nobody, you look at these, uh, especially the urban DFLers, do you trust any of them to have any sense of fiduciary responsibility? None whatsoever. This is just this is monopoly money to them. Right. They have don't you, earn it and they don't pay for it. Yeah. They've, have you ever been in Vegas and you've already blown your allotted $1,000 and you're uh, approaching blackout drunk? And you go back, you go to the uh, ATM because you've got a good feeling about a horse race or whatever coming up. That's what the Democrats are. Only the ATM is us. Do you, That's uh, where they're at. They're just drunken, spending blindly without even giving it two thoughts. And, and no governor to keep check on. Them. I don't want to get too personal, but Kenny, 
Do you know somebody that that happened to in Las Vegas? <laughs> Can't even afford a cab ride from the airport oh, to home. To McCarran's. <laughs> Off the air someday, I'll tell you a Vegas story. Ooh, you don't like Vegas. You're, uh, I can you're tell not, you why. <laughs> you're not going to hear any of my Vegas stories. Yeah. It's still too... Yeah. The governor said budgeting for new programs is always tricky. But he called the free meals an investment I will defend all day. Okay, flannel shirt wearing Paul Bunyan. Uh, so do we. We think it's important to feed the kids. But you uh, you have no ability to keep control of anything. Like little rich brats with wealthy parents. I, I just, none of them know how to budget anything. And it's not a concern. And they're joyous and happy about it. They're there's, proud of it. There's probably a lot of uh, healthy income families where both mom and dad dash out the door in the morning, and they probably thought, oh, great, now I don't have to feed the kid right. food. Right. So they're taking advantage of it. And then the state pretends it's surprised because their 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 projections are false. What did they expect? Uh, guilty. Yeah, well, you, 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 you. Stop. Don't call him a you, you. You, you. You, you. Well, uh, but uh, there's so many, a lot of other families. Are... Do they, do they, do the kids, uh, the school your kids go to, do they feed them breakfast? That is an option, yes. Free? Yes. I'll be damned. That is ridiculous. I... Nobody needs to eat. You fat little bastards don't need breakfast. <laughs> Well, no, but we, you know, that's my job in the morning. Is that we do breakfast at our house. Give them an apple the as they walk in the door or not. Breakfast. What poo. the hell? Poo poo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's take a break. Maybe I'll back go with and Johnny. have some breakfast too one, one of these okay. days. Yeah. Sorry. I don't eat much breakfast. But if I did. But if I did, I'd have the state pay for it. <laughs> Uh, we didn't correct Alamo yet. Uh, I can do it into the news. Yeah, do that, John. Yeah. Pull Rookie's ass out of the fire. Yeah, because it's getting hot, and I dug myself a hole. So Rookie saw a wrong sign. Right. You know the little maps they have in malls yeah. where all the stores are? It has moved, but they haven't moved it on the map. Ah. And I would say the capacity of stores that are open there are probably... Only, I'd say thirty-five to forty percent. It's just a. You think that was a good idea when the guy sat around trying to think what he's going to do? And he says, "I think I'm going to open a flag store." Open a flag store. He might be the only one around here. Should we have him on the air? Have him on the air asking about flags? No, I don't suppose you guys, any of you guys, watch the Big Bang Theory. Flags were a big part of Sheldon's. Oh, yeah. never watched it. Didn't he? When is he going to start a show about it? He, yeah, he yeah. had a he had a podcast <laughs> a fla- about flags. About flags. Super boring and dry. I bet Joe would be a watcher of that podcast. <laughs> I, I bet. No, I maybe if be. it was Bridges. Uh, Ken. Yes, Chris. What do you want? I will take a sea foam here. Uh, I did tell <sighs> Patrick one. So John, we'll just John has time, right? We'll just we don't need a break though. Is what I'm trying to say, don't, John. Don't break in the middle, right? Okay. All right, you ready? Gotcha. Sounds good. Rolling. <laughs> he didn't even wait for us. It's time to play Lemon <laughs> Hardware Store. 
<laughs> if you really love your wife, you'll get her for Christmas this year. You'll get her a guy. What? A mechanic. Oh, well, a mechanic in a bottle. Okay, Ooh. miracle in a can. A can of seafoam. Let's face it. You've been married, what, 80 years? You're out of ideas. you got nothing left. Just go to the Knack Hardware store. Get yourself a can of seafoam. Put it in your car. Get your wife a can of seafoam. Stuff it in the uh, stocking there. Done. Next Christmas. This Christmas is over. Um, we GLers, we love this stuff that helps our engines last longer. We're last droppers. We want these things to last. And seafoam motor treatment will get us get us there. It's it's the best and most easy way you can make your engine last longer. It cleans the fuel system. It's also, it'll help you stay ahead of preventable engine problems. When you put it in the tank, it helps the fuel system. When you dump it in the crank, it cleans the sticky carbon deposit, makes everything shiny and happy. You can find it everywhere, not just the NAC hardware store, but virtually everywhere. I've even seen it in grocery stores, a local company with a global reach and a true champion in a world of bad gas, Seafoam. Hey, today's the day. Do you know this? Today's the day, and I don't see anything. The The last show before Christmas, and remember, listeners used to drop off gifts, and we had bags. and Who was the best one? And the Canadian. And the Canadian. Who's no longer with us. Really? Yeah, she died several years ago. I forget how I knew that. She was a young woman. Yeah, she lived in North Oaks. Yeah. Is there anything I can do for you, Matthew, to celebrate your birthday no, tomorrow? It's good, I just remember the, I'm just remembering the good old days. Well, we were just given a beautiful yeah, that gift. Was, that is a cool Hubbard Broadcasting celebrating I know. 100 years. I've got an extra Minnesota flag that I ordered from. <laughs> Wait a minute, Alamo? Yeah. Alamo flag. Well, here's John Hyde. Uh, He'll tell us about Alamo flags. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you that uh, this news and this update on Alamo flags is brought to you by North American Banking Company. Uh, earlier we said uh, Alamo flags was closed, we thought, but it is not closed. Uh, Alamo. We don't know that. <laughs> Alamo Flags is still up. We got a note from our buddy Mike. Uh, Mike said as soon as he, he's a member of the council, he heard us say that, so he gave them a call and he spoke with the owner, who says the store is open right now and he is down there working. They're open 10 to 9 today. It's in Burnsville Center. The problem apparently that you had, Rook, I know you looked at the mall directory. Yeah. Well, apparently the store has moved but the mall directory has not updated. The so store moved within the mall? Correct. There's still okay. an Alamo flag store in the Burnsville oh, Mall. Okay. It's just in a different spot than where it used to be. If I was Mr. Alamo owner, I would be running down to those directories and yeah. making damn sure that it says, yeah. we've moved. because We're open. I was ready to buy three flags. Yeah. You, you made a special trip. Well, yeah, we had other stuff to do down there, but uh, I did specifically go to Burnsville because of Alamo flags, just to see where it was. So I think the lesson we learned here today is... Don't you, change the flag of Minnesota! No, if you're a business owner, <laughs> what you need to do is feed rookie bad information about being closed. That way, then, you get all the advertising time. <laughs> okay, John, the check's in the mail. You got it. No, that's, not the, the that's, not, that's not the lesson I got. Oh, okay. I've never successfully read a mall map. I, I, I well, you get the you are here, I, but you can't I get navigate the you are that. here. It's 1420. Look, uh, I get the you are here part, but then yeah. where's that part? Yeah, Joe. I'm, I'm not Joe. Point, look, so you are here. Yep. yep here we there's, are. Yep. Such, there's a store in our mall in Alexandria that when you're in the mall, you have to leave the building 
in order to access the store. There's nothing wow. the windows there. You've oh. got to go outside and come back in. Go around. Is that like crossing the river twice to get to the X? Yeah. I, yeah. It's so befuddling. The uh, So the Alamo flag store is still open. It's on Jeez. the second floor. Oh, of the guy's going to be sold out. They'll be sold out. We just sold the last one to some garage logician. <laughs> Sorry, rookie. In the news, a defendant in the $250 million Feeding Our Future fraud scheme is requesting to stand trial in another <gasps> state. Claiming a jury of Minnesotans would be biased against him. I would be. Glenn Bruder is the attorney representing Ahmed Getty. He argued in a filing yesterday that the attitude in Minnesota news media and social media circles, it's, it's us, I guess, huh? he's uniformly hostile to those charged in what prosecutors have called the largest COVID-related fraud case in the United States. What are we supposed to be, receptive and loving? Right. The lawyer said specifically he would like his client's trial to be moved to the Northern District of Illinois, where he claims there is, quote, a large population who will not so readily identify with the government against the defendant. Caddy uh. is accused of jointly running a shell company called ASA Limited with two other defendants, Abdi Hakim Ahmed and Salim Syed, and is registering it as a federal child nutrition program meal site. They claim they were serving two to 3,000 meals to school kids seven days a week out of a St. Paul strip mall. Federal prosecutors say reimbursement documents were falsified. Over the course of a year, that company received $5 million in reimbursements for 1.6 million meals, according to the indictment. Charging documents also allege Getty purchased four cars at the time, worth a total of almost 250 grand with his cut of the payments. He's charged with conspiracy to commit wire fraud, wire fraud, federal program bribery, conspiracy to commit money laundering, and money laundering, 10 counts in all. You got a crack outfit there, Walsey. Mm. Just a crack outfit. Star Tribune reporting the Woodbury Police Department has joined a handful of metro area agencies using Star Chase. That's a GPS tracking system that aims to eliminate the need for high-speed chases. The system fires a sticky dart about the size of a pill bottle onto the rear of a fleeing vehicle. A GPS tag inside the dart allows authorities to track the vehicle anywhere in the U.S. It hasn't been used yet in Woodbury, but the system is installed on seven of the squad cars there. Could be used to track stolen vehicles, according to Sergeant Chris Donahoe. Tracking devices typically require a warrant, but state law was recently changed to allow police to use the trackers without a warrant on stolen vehicles. Its broader use has been limited by constitutional concerns. Police pursuits led to 432 fatal crashes in the U.S. in 2021. On average, about one police pursuit a day turned fatal for the past five years, according to the National Highway Traffic, uh, Traffic Safety Administration. Kenny, I saw you're shaking your head in dismissal. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Go ahead. Well, that's great, but... You just mentioned it's a stolen vehicle. So, okay, great. They fire this thing at the car. The car gets yeah. abandoned. That The people, the bad guys, yeah. don't own the vehicle. They're fleeing the second that this thing yeah. crashes. Yeah. And now you're just going to cite you know, Gary Danielson from Woodbury, who had nothing to do with this in the first place. They go on to steal again. And just because the pursuit has been stopped doesn't mean that the uh, person being pursued isn't still driving like an asshat. You know, they're still doing right. 80 still driving, or 30. Yeah. 
There's Did this taking... really happen to Gary Daniels and Clark? Well, no, I'm just nope. saying that that's the guy whose car was oh. stolen. It's not his fault. Wasn't well, he a quarterback for the Lions, I think, Maybe. Gary Danielson? John, a question about that figure yes, sir. about people dying. Is that yes, sir. innocence? Is that innocent people dying? Uh, it it people does not say. Golden vehicle. Yeah, it could be either. It just says they turned, the crash has turned fatal. So uh, The other thing you could do is just uh, take it off the car and throw it in the ditch. Bingo, bingo, bingo. Take what off? The little dart they fire at you. Yeah, but these guys don't know. They're not that smart. Okay. And that technology already exists with the Apple. What are those Apple sticky things that you buy 20 of them and you put them on all your personal belongings? You can track your car, your motorcycle, your wife, your mistress. You know, know what that. I'm saying? What are they called? Apple? Uh, Apple? Yeah, I got one on my keys, actually. So I always know where my keys are. What's it called, John? Uh, Apple. Apple sure. Let's go with that. Yeah. I, don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Apple Crisp. Yeah. You can see what There's that something I can buy and do that. Apple crisp. Where do you yeah, get them? You don't want to know where she goes when you're not there. I don't it's care about her. Business. I want my. I want to keep my cars and oh. my keys. Yeah. Forget the wife. I just want them on the cars. <laughs> yeah. no. I want to meet the guy to shake his hand and congratulate. <laughs> I him. need it for my cheaters. Where are my cheaters? Yeah, I can put them on your cheaters. Yeah, that's a good you point. Sticker on the side yeah. in case I lose. All right. The weather causing some problems for winter activities, and now the John Bear Grease Sled Dog Marathon could be in trouble. Nearly the entire 300-mile race course, which starts in Duluth and winds up the north shore to Grand Portage, currently without any snow cover. So it's a brown Christmas. Probably had that before. I have some, I got the whole history of it right yeah, here. I, I know. I the bet 40, in 1958 they didn't have that sled dog race. Before, 40th running of the near annual races, which includes a 120-miler and a 40-miler scheduled to start January 28th. Uh, the last time, if you're wondering, that uh, John Bear Grease was canceled was in 2012. This year they will make a decision on January 2nd. 2012. Let me look at the chart. Is that on the Brown Christmas list? It's uh, called the. Uh, that was a uh, only a one to three inch snow depth on that in 2012. Partially, huh. partially brown Christmas. It's called an Apple Air Tag. You can buy a four pack for seventy eight ninety nine. Huh. I got nothing worth that to save, so I'm not going to worry about it. Apple Air Tag. Data from the Minnesota Department of Employment and Economic Development shows Minnesota added about 9,500 jobs from October to November, marking the fifth month of growth. Minnesota jobs grew at 0.3% on a seasonally adjusted basis in the last month, compared to 0.1% nationally. State's unemployment rate went down to about one-tenth of a percentage point to 3.1% in November, still lower than the national average of 3.7%. Body of Press reporting, and uh, well, Joe, as a St. Paul resident, perhaps you could verify this. It's taken more than two months of overtime work on Saturdays, but St. Paul Public Works says they patched potholes on all of St. Paul streets before the season's first major snowfall. Public Works They've directors. done a fine job, John. They've done a fine job. You know where I noticed that they did? Uh, when we take our little road down there. Mm -hmm. That one was really bad. Everything's Crossing fine. Crossing that bridge. Everything's wonderful. Yeah. It's going to be okay. Yeah. 
St. Paul Public Works Director Sean Kershaw said it was a big accomplishment. We did go up and down every street in the city as part of the... Who are you yucking it up for? You just gave directions like my wife. You know that? We take that road down there. The bridge over there. What kind of car did you take? The red one? It's green. I will say this about this Kershaw. He's come up a number of times throughout the years. He seems like a stand-up guy. He he takes whatever grief he's willing to stamp up front and take it. Uh Uh-huh. Well, that's unusual for a city employee. True. St. Paul Public Works patches potholes year-round and continues to respond to pothole complaints into winter using a pliable cold mix, though that approach, which lacks the adhesive asphalt cement, is less reliable or permanent than using hot mix during the warmer seasons. It's not even worth it. Sean Kershaw and I have emailed each other for about six months trying to get together for a breakfast or a lunch, and we just... Something always fails. Wow, yeah. you guys are busy. Sorry yeah. to hear that. Yeah. Where are you going to go? <laughs> I don't know. What are you going to have? I don't know. What are you going to have? In uh, Nashville, <laughs> I hear you like a good sausage patty. Oh. I to remember that. Yeah. In uh, International and National News, the Wall Street Journal reporting what it calls good economic news. The personal consumption expenditures price index fell 0.1% in November from the previous month, the first decline since April of 2020. In, uh, excluding food and energy prices, the index up 0.1% on the month, same as in October. On a six-month annualized basis, core inflation eased to 1.9%, suggesting the Fed as well on its way to reaching its target goal. You know, Brian Mature has an interesting point via the Garage Logic Town Council about the food fraud, food fraud trial possibly being moved. Derek Chauvin was denied in the request for his trial to be moved for a fair trial. Wouldn't it be interesting if this trial actually does get moved? Hmm. That's an interesting take. Mm-hmm. We are still 10 months from the presidential election, but a lot of news leading that way. A new poll from American Research Group has the Republican primary New Hampshire getting even closer. Donald Trump now shows 33% of the voters would vote for him on the Republican side, 29% for Nikki Haley. Chris Christie is the only other candidate in double figures at 13%. 12% list themselves as yet undecided. It's going to be silly to have there be a primary because he's going to run anyway. He's not backing down. Is Christie uh, clinically obese because he eats too much or has he got a thyroid problem? He lost some weight, but I think he's gained it all back. Yeah. I mean, he's gained a lot of it back. On the campaign, uh, maybe, huh, Rook? Why do I have to call it morbidly? Is it not insulting (laughs) enough that I'm referred to as obese? (laughs) Then President Trump personally pressured two Republican members of the Wayne County Board of Canvassers in Michigan not to sign the certification of the 2020 presidential election. All of this in a new tape that has come out. The phone call, which also involved Republican National Committee Chairwoman Rona McDaniel, uh, on the call tape, November 17, 2020, Trump tells Monica Palmer and William Hartman, the two GOP Wayne County canvassers, they'd look terrible if they signed the documents after they first voted in opposition and then later in the same meeting voted to approve certification. McDaniel, a Michigan native and leader of the Republican Party nationally, said at another point in the call, if you can go home tonight, do not sign it. We'll get you attorneys, to which Trump added, we'll take care of all of that. 
The moves from Palmer, Hartman, and Trump, had they been successful, threatened to throw the statewide certification of Michigan's 2020 election into doubt. The revelation of the contents of the call with the former president comes as he faces four counts of criminal conspiracy to defraud the United States and its voters of the rightful election outcome. A Republican member of the House suggested in an interview that Russian spies have compromised, uh, have compromising tapes of some of his GOP colleagues in bed. Now, uh, this fellow is known on occasion. Just to speak randomly with sleeping? Well, no, uh, Rook. Uh, in fact, they're with Russian spies, according to him. Huh. Representative Tim Burchett, a Republican lawmaker from Tennessee, made the comments in an interview yesterday with podcast host Benny Johnson. He asked the congressman to elaborate on previous claims he had made about his co-workers who are personally uh, compromised. Burchett answered, and this is a quote, the old honeypot. The Russians do that. And I'm sure members of Congress have been caught up. Why in the world would good conservatives vote for crazy stuff if not? He elaborated on how he thinks his colleagues have become compromised by foreign spies describing a situation where a member of Congress is at a bar approached by what he calls a very attractive man or woman who laughs at all their jokes. Yes, sir, Mr. Sushir. I have a question, John, about the Epstein list of 150 names. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Why? Same thing I am. Who are the three that don't, they're blocked out. They don't get have to There's be three. Yeah. How high do I you have to be up in the world? Well, where you're, based upon your political co campaign contributions, I believe. I don't know what it is, but there are three that we're not going to reveal. We're going to reveal uh, the other 147 of you. Yeah. I don't understand that. And Chris, I think you're going to see both sides on the list. So I don't That's think what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. If you donated you know, X amount, you're going to be good to go. You'll well, be well, who is the recipient of this money? Both sides of the political aisle. I, I, uh, I think Everybody. you're being, I, I think you're being, uh, you want to put money on that. You're probably being correct. I, I'm not okay. sure of the point you're making, Chris. So they will be on the list or they won't. Well, be the, on the list. Whoever the top three donors were, are, is, I was making. A I joke. see. And they will. Okay. So you think just being a big donor would keep you off that list? Seems to work in other areas of life. Yeah. I think I think you're going to see a lot of big donors on the list. It sounds like anyway. But no, but it doesn't matter what it, what's revealed. Everyone's going to believe what they want to believe anyway, right? Well, well, I, yeah, I would assume. Well, you so. can bet. You can bet there are some uh, people who will track down who the three yeah. blocked out names are. But the moral here is, seems like everybody's been compromised. Everybody but me. Bill, what if your I, name comes I'm, up on that list? I'm willing to be compromised. Yeah. I'm willing to be compromised. I, I wasn't I was never there. You were there more often than anybody. You were there more often than Epstein. Yeah. I was just got it to go. You had your own key. <laughs> yes, I just got it to go. Yeah. Uh Burchett is finishing up his We gotta take a break, Congress. Johnny, for uh Okay, let me finish his story. Yeah. Okay. He's, yeah. uh, he's well known on Capitol Hill for his humor. Uh, so nobody's really sure if he was serious about this, although he sounded very serious about it. Uh, he says, next thing you know, you're in the motel room with them naked. And the next thing you know, you have to make a key vote. So it really does happen fast, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> yes, sir. I'd let's, sign uh, up for that. Let's take a sports timeout with Patrick. Yes. Boom. boom, boom. Yes, it is. yes, where are we? I thought he said he was going to be at home. <clears throat> I will be at one. Hold on, I'm on the toilet. Big lunch today. We just got the big shipment of crab cakes from Baltimore. 
How many? Mm-hmm. Twelve. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Not a crab cake. I wish <laughs> I was. Well, you don't they know what delicious. you're missing. Yeah, they don't, uh, well, crab cakes around here aren't any good because you don't like filler. fish, though. Right. That's right. Mean rook. I like some uh, some lobster. The crab cakes in uh, near an ocean are real crab cakes. They have How about the imitation in shit rookie bought at the dollar store? Oh, start, <laughs> yeah. That one after that, those sardines. All right, here we hey, go. Uh, every, every time. Every time. <laughs> Never mind. Pat? Yes, sir. <laughs> couple, <laughs> a couple of nice victories last night over two original teams, the Canadians and the Lakers. Yes, how about that? They aren't the Lahabatons of your youth, but no, uh, they aren't. They are. Uh, they're uh, okay. And any win when you don't have half your team, and you got the big Ruski going now. That's. Uh, mm-hmm. I was whining about three on three the other day, and since then he scored two three on three goals to win games for them. Uh, I did not know until last night. Do you cut down to three on three halfway through the five minutes? No, it's three on three from when they dropped the puck. Well, it was four on four until they pulled. A, they pulled a goalie. No, no, in overtime it was four on four, and then about halfway through overtime then, they went to three on three. Four on three. If there was a carryover penalty, it might have been four on three. But it, it was. Mm-hmm. I'm with you, Joe. I saw four on four until two thirty-five left in the overtime. I'm looking yeah. it up. Yeah. NHL I was very surprised, Pat. And anyway, the other problem oh, is they just have, don't shoot. Oh, I got a thing. What if they, uh, if they, uh, if the goal, if there's a penalty, can the goalie come out of the net like he does in a regular, you know, I don't know. There were no penalties in overtime. Well, then you're both wrong. And you've been <laughs> smoking dope. You were both on the dope. dope. Snoop yeah. and uh, meanwhile, across town, we got to find out if uh, Carl Anthony is hurt or not, because he's been playing awfully well, and uh, they would hate to lose him. But they uh, beat the Lakers. Now LeBron took the night off, but uh, you can't really call him a wussy since he averages about thirty-eight minutes a game and plays almost all of them. So, I heard from a young fellow that he didn't play based on what his doctor is advising him. Because to, uh, of his age. Because he cut back a little bit, huh? Yeah. Plus, he's also announced that if he got a chance to see his son, Bronny, yep. the kid who had a cardiac problem, he'd probably take the night off and go watch the Southern Cal play or something. Well, LeBron was here last night. Yeah, yeah, he, he was. They just, he, he, they played the night before. So. Yeah. But, Patrick, I had a mini tirade to Johnny. He was the only person that heard this uh, yesterday when we discovered LeBron was going to play. If these guys want to do the scheduled night off, that's fine, but you need to do it for home games. Because I feel bad for the guy that bought tickets at a ridiculous price to bring and, his kid and, to come watch LeBron. And in most years you would, but now people are actually buying tickets to watch the Timberwolves. So it's not a true a problem. That's you true. That the, when your home team is uh, 21 and six, you probably won't get many complaints, right? And they have yet to lose two in a row. 
Yes, that that is a pretty good uh, streak to maintain. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like I like the new coach. I'm not the new coach. He's not new anymore. But I like Fitch a lot. He's uh, he's a realist. He says, um, you know, we've had periods where we drifted off and made it harder than we should have, <laughs> including the last two minutes when they had the game won, and all of a sudden they let D'Lo throw in a couple of threes, and it isn't over yet. So, uh, I just think I, that uh, I've said it before. They 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 have too many coaches, just like the NFL. <laughs> they only have six. I saw they six last six. night. Six coaches. Utah has nine. Oh my word! Utah uh, has nine. I don't know if they run a separate bus for the coaches or what the hell they do, but uh, nine. I have so solved I the. Uh, no, sorry. Go ahead. Then. I was just going to say, I've solved the NHL overtime problem. Yeah, It's always three on three, but if there's a uh, penalty at the end of regulation time, which there was last night, then it's four on three, and the penalized player gets to come in once he's ready. So he came back in, it was four on four, and then the first stoppage of play, it reverts back to three oh, on three. Okay. Oh, okay. Come out of the box. First whistle. Correct. Out yep. of the box. Now, they're not going to make you play three on two, so they, they <laughs> you know, is if you got what happens if you get two penalties and they uh, what, what do they do that? are they gonna make you play three on one? Or three on one would be a little hard, wouldn't it? Would it be a little hard? You so all, wanna... all overtimes are four on four. No, no, all overtimes no. are three on three. Three on three. Three on three. There's yeah. just what never a good time to go to the box, you know. No. And feel shame. <laughs> yes, you feel shame. I gotta tell you, sir, I had the one of the Great moments in my newspaper reading career last night. Yep. So I was trying to come up with a way to demean the quick lane ball beyond just saying, <laughs> what a stupid idea. But so I looked up, I went back and had, had somebody send me the clips from the first Rose Bowl that the Gophers went to in 1960. Yep. And from the star and from the star, the tribute, and the the plethora, the cascade, the avalanche of tidbits and Minnesota connections that the great man came up with is unbelievable. Yeah. There aren't two graphs that isn't quoting somebody who moved out there twenty years ago. Right. <laughs> he knows every, he knows what they all did. One of his is one of his is the Gophers are going to go to the Dinosaur Shore Show, and they're going to have a per, a meet and greet, in dollar meet and greet, with George Goble, who is a close friend of Sid Freeman from Northfield, Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an overwhelming avalanche of these things. It's incredible. Oh, I bet he gathered up some tidbits. Oh, oh, oh. God, it was unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, and it, on little scrapping pieces of paper, there was yeah. no tape recorder there. <laughs> Him, if I, I would like to see him typing away, flying that stuff, <laughs> flying all over. It was, it was. I used a few of the good ones, but uh, it was. Uh, there's, there were a hundred of them in three days. So, can we expect Patrick something like and uh, Gary uh, Wilson, who moved from uh, Robbinsdale <laughs> to <know>. Detroit? <laughs> there's some guy who used to work at the Tribune, who was a songwriter, who wrote a song about the Rose Bowl and the. And the guy, and the guy who played it on the organ used to be an organist at a Minneapolis theater. <laughs> it was unbelievable. It was, yeah, it was, 
I'm the wife, Katie was on the computer next to me, and I was in there laughing, looking at my computer, and she's, "What are you laughing about?" Are they having a, a quick lane bowl parade, like a Rose Bowl day parade? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think we. Uh, I don't think. I don't think we. Are you been there? How would oh. I know? You're the. You're the veteran. <laughs> That's true. I'm trying to see well, if it can work next week, but I don't think it's going to line up for me to be able to attend. Was it called the quick lane when you went? Oh heavens, yes, yes. This is the goal in Detroit. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Pat, I have a I have a quick question. Just going back to the Sid thing, when you involved uh, the DA, did did she share in the same joy, or were you just dismissed as oh it was just stupid Sid stuff? Uh, I didn't even share with her. I didn't bother. Okay, you just told her what you were laughing at. Okay. I know she was too focused on her Mahjong or whatever the hell she plays on the computer 12 hours a day. <laughs> uh, just, I'm jumping around the screen in there. But no, she, I just, I just explained to her that Sid's tidbits were somewhat hilarious. And you know, you brought Another this up before, silent. Joe, you brought this up recently, actually. The word dope, when used by sports writers in 1960, is fabulous, right? That, made, that meant dope. information. Inside dope. Yep. How did it become? Now, now first of all, the, the sports writers absconded with it because dope always meant you were an idiot, right? Right. No, now, no, dope. Dick Cullum used the yeah. word dope to mean information. Yes, I know he did, but. In its in its real definition, isn't it? You're stupid. Yeah, it? you're a dope. Yeah. But then, so how did it become knowledge? And then, of course, it became uh, drugs. I don't know. I don't know I don't how know. marijuana became dope. <laughs> no, you know, a lot of great words have been absconded with by modern, uh, you know, like gay. You know, you used to be a gay. It was a gay celebration. It was a gay time we had last night at the dance. John, we now are gay apparel. Yeah. <laughs> yes, right. It's the rainbow and stuff. It, and it was stolen away, and now dope. I think that's another word that gets stolen. Dope. Yeah. What about the old term for a cigarette? Well, you can't use that one. <laughs> <Yeah. right? laughs> that was they still use it in Britain, though. Britain, yeah, Great Britain. They have a completely uh, different definition of that. Are you going to take a nice, uh, slow Christmas weekend here? I am. Uh, what do we got? We got the uh, the grandkids on Christmas Eve, and then some a couple of people over on Christmas Day. But yeah, we won't do much. I'm. Uh, I will uh, probably watch our Vikings. Do we uh, now? The hockey game. The hockey team. They take the weekend. Uh, they. They. The NHL. Holds Christmas sacred, right? Yeah, I think their next game is the no tomorrow, and then they play on the twenty seventh for the Wild. Yeah, they play Boston tomorrow at home. Ooh, Boston will be in a bad mood after losing that one. That's right. Weird. You know what's weird? You know who the uh, the uh, Timberwolves play on the thirtieth? Huh? The Lakers. Oh boy! The Lakers are coming back. Why do they come back to town? I don't get it. I don't know. Get it. I hope they boo the hell out of Marshawn. That guy just drives me absolutely crazy. You know, you know how arrogant he is. When Matthew lived in Boston, he lived a stone's throw away from him, and daily Mm -hmm. he would park his Avalanche and whatever his Cadillac Escalade. It was green, and he would park it in the same no parking zone. He gets ticketed every day, and he just (laughs) he just he doesn't give a crap. He just that's where he parks. 
Well, it's it's kind of like uh, Rudy Gobert, uh, you know, given the knowing he's going to get fined fifty thousand dollars, but he rips the officials in a calm way uh, anyway. But did you see what Rudy did? He gave a a fifty dollar gift certificate to every usher at the uh, oh, wow. center. That's nice. Did wow. it last year too. They distributed to him. So, uh, well, that's nothing. Patrick Mahomes just bought each one of his offensive linemen their own golf cart. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Rook, what did we get from the mayor this year? Thank you. Uh, just warm, warm personal regards. Yeah. A hearty handshake and a salute. Oh, you're all going to no, get a roll. He gave us, he gave us, yeah. Pat, he gave us one of these. The okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, you don't come in. How's he get, well, you yeah, actually, Reavers and Rickery are in there, but, you know, Johnny, I mean, it's kind of like we're not here. here. That's right, yeah, Pat. I can't be hauling here. gifts up north. You can mail it to all me. All he has to do is go down to the credit union and uh, make a deposit. Deposit, boy. deposit yeah. 25 bucks or something. Yep. Pat, uh, Merry Christmas. I'll talk to you next week. One, one more thing. All right. I have a very fine delivery guy for the morning, for the weekday, Monday through Friday. The yep. paper's there at 3.30. Oh, my word. So I put the envelope out on the front steps with strip delivery written on it. Yep. You think the guy got it? It's gone. No. But you think somebody else wandered down the street about 2.30 in the morning and grabbed it? No, I yes. think the equivalent of Ingy. Uh, the postal guy probably nabbed it from me and said, yeah, I got this. Well, yeah, it could have been the the uh, Amazon guy. Our guy sends us a Christmas card with his address in about size 15 type capital letters. <laughs> so does this guy of mine, but I, uh, of course, lost it. But Joe, you could just probably buy your guy a gift certificate to get a couple roller dogs, right, down at the SA? Well, I, I, yeah. I might even have to give up the papers. They don't come anyway. <laughs> Jeez. That's, uh, my, my guy's there at 3 in the morning. It's unbelievable. My guy on Sundays is there usually by noon. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I was, well, you know, my only problem is the guy who, uh, when the Vikings have a night game, and sometimes it's a little late. Before you go, maybe we should just have a battle of the carols. We've done that. Uh, okay. We've done that. Okay. Okay. Right. Not in the spirit. We were much younger and in better voice. That's right. In 24 hours, those brats are going to be opening up their present. <laughs> I'll see you later. See you later. All right. Happy New Year. Yeah, you Happy too. Merry New Year. Happy New Year. Yes, Merry New Year. Uh, North American Banking Company. When you're looking to make a deposit for your entire staff, Choose the best North American banking company, six locations to serve you. My locations in Roseville, but you can also see them at 50th and France Hastings, Woodbury Shoreview and their new location in Maple Grove. They offer the same online and mobile banking options as the other banks, but with the unparalleled service of a community bank. They are also locally owned and operated. Here's why that's a big deal. That means loan decisions are made right here in the Twin Cities. They don't send those out of state. So this helps business owners solve problems quickly and expand their business with confidence. North American Banking Company deals with numbers every single day, but you, yes, you 
are never going to be one of them. So check them out online today, nabankco.com. That's nabankco.com to learn more. And thank you again, North American Banking Company, for your participation in the Garage Logic podcast. North American Banking Company member FDIC is an equal housing lender. Nice. <laughs> Brooke, do I, I still need one from you, don't I? Uh, I did Masonic. You mean did zero, you res? zero res? Want to do that no. dog story? I didn't do zero yet. Shoot. I should have had you do it there. Uh, are we doing another segment before the scramble? You can do the scramble now. We'll just do a, a so nice... So here's what we'll do, Rook, because i got to work in a quick, brief harmony mention as okay. for the scramble. Yeah. Do zero res before we say goodbye. Okay. Does that work? Yep. Okay. Um, <clears throat> shoot, I should have done that earlier. That way I'm not doing ads back to back. Oh, well. Tis mm -hmm. the season. Okay. Are we ready? Hello. It's me. Raindrops yeah. on oh. roses, whiskers on kittens. I was listening to the Hello Sid and Adele tribute the other day. Pretty good. Damn, that was funny. That was pretty good. It's uh, loading, Joe, my scramble theme. We haven't used her in a while. Joe, are you ready? Okay. Mm -hmm. Rolling. <laughs> That's the wrong one. Yeah. Why does it keep God. doing that? Oh, man. That sounded good, though, didn't it? No. Let's try this one. There we go. You got to open the garage first. Could have an uh, open garage door on Christmas. Garage door. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wigwam out in the backyard. Christmas Eve. I don't know what that means. What is that? This is outdoors seating area. We've got a... Little fire table in there, outdoor heating. Pull up some um, outdoor chairs and some blankets. You know what you could have at that gathering? Harmony Spirits. Uh, quick mention of our yeah. fine friends at Harmony Spirits, Harmony, Minnesota. I'm fully behind the empty bottle. I was just going to ask. That thing was polished gone. off pretty much right uh, away. It was Thanksgiving. The, it was, uh, the, th it was a hit, the hit of Thanksgiving. The barrel-aged bourbon rookie took care of that bottle uh, quickly. But I do well, want to make... Not by myself, though. Good. I do want to make mention very quickly. Uh, they've been a, a supporter of the Weekly Scramble and Garage Logic throughout the years. And a quick shout-out to all of the local liquor stores and businesses that are GL-owned that picked up Harmony Spirits over the course of this year. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten emails from people. It's so thank you, thank you, thank you for uh, continuing to support the Harmony Spirits brand by name. Uh, HarmonySpirits.net is their website uh, and continued success in 2024. Joe? What? Hi. Hi, Hori. Hi. See, it's GL a owned? Did you say GL yeah. owned? Yeah. I got a great note from a guy that owns a spot in Victoria that he listens to GL and he picked up Harmony just because... He wants oh, to support them for supporting that. the podcast. Oh, wow. It's really cool. Yeah. Very cool. Neat. Did you guys read about the uh, the do uh, the dog theft story? Yeah. In the Star Tribune? I am familiar with that. Mm -hmm. 
I hadn't read it, but it was recommended to me by staff members to read right. it. Officials, on, it's a Paul Walsh piece. Officials on Thursday identified a man who was shot to death earlier this week in Minneapolis as the person who was charged with stealing five French bulldog puppies from a home south of the Twin Cities and holding the pricey pooches for ransom. Hmm. So he, 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 took, he kidnapped the dogs. Yeah. Mikhail D. Patton, 37, of Minneapolis, was shot multiple times early Tuesday in the 900, early Tuesday evening in the 900 block of North Newton Avenue and died at the scene, according to the Hennepin County Medical Examiner. Police have announced no arrests or addressed a possible motive. Nor is there any information or nor is there any immediate word on whether Patton's death is connected to the dogs. Officials found Patton dead in an SUV, according to a search warrant affidavit police filed in court Thursday, seeking permission to collect evidence from the vehicle. Video surveillance from across the street showed the SUV arriving and parking. The affidavit said several gunshots and muzzle flashes were picked up on video coming from inside the vehicle. Hmm. But then the, uh, the driver got out of the vehicle and fled on foot. And another male walked up to the front passenger door and shot as well. I, I'm, I'm, I'm puzzled. Well, they're trying to get how away. many people were in the van. Well, there's two to start with. The driver left after he apparently like shot out of a Volkswagen. Driver got out of the vehicle and fled on foot, and another male walked up and started shooting. About two weeks ago, a warrant was issued for the arrest of Patton, who is charged in Goodhue County District Court with felony theft in connection with him abducting the dogs December 2nd from a Cannon Falls home. The dogs are platinum French bulldogs known as Fluffies. They're worth 15 grand each. Fluffies. Whoa. Fluffies. What did I say? Yeah, you I said, said fluffy. I was just, yeah. yeah. Cannon Falls Police Chief Jeff McCormick said Thursday that his department has no word on the fate of the puppies. I've never paid 15K for a fluffy. No. Nope. <laughs> or a dog either. <laughs> uh, said Thursday that his department has no word on the fate of the puppies whose well-being is tied to being near their mother. Hmm? The dogs are owned by Vanessa Taylor. Taylor disclosed on Facebook that her puppies were two weeks old at the time they were stolen, and Jennifer Miller was caring for them as a whelper. What? A W-H-E-L-P-E-R. A, a fluffy whelper. and a whelper? That's right. What? Kenny, how much for a whelper? Well, that's significantly less. That's a different deal. <laughs> uh, Get Miller into a told, whelper uh, for 50 bucks. <laughs> Miller, no, Miller is the woman caring for the dogs as a whelper. She's the whelper. She told the coppers that Patterson, I'm sorry, Patton took the dogs as she slept. She said Patton was staying at her house because he didn't have anywhere else to go, uh -huh. which, which presupposes that they might have at least known each other. It's unlikely the guy knocked on the door and said, you know, you got any room in the inn? How you doing there? I got nowhere to be, you know. Come on. In exchange for taking him in, she accepted 
his officer to look after the puppies. All right. She said Who's she heard Pat and get, she she said she heard Patton get up about 9 a.m. and enter the puppy's room. Miller said she awoke about 90 minutes later and saw that Patton and the dogs were gone. Ooh. Okay. Can we stop for a second? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 90 minutes after 9 a.m., 10.30. You're reading my mind. You're reading yeah. my mind. These I've were gotta, some people who slept late. i got to be on my death. I went to bed last night at 1 a.m. I still got up at 5. Yep. Yeah. You're running on four hours. Uh, strangely, when I first read the story this morning, my exact thought was, what the hell? What's she still doing in bed at 10? It sounds like they don't have any jobs to get to. Well, she well, raises puppies, apparently. Or right. It's her job. Puppies. Well, this is just the whelper who was sleeping in, not the owner of oh, the dog. Oh, the whelper. This was the whelper sleeping in. Make himself quite Good comfortable, point. huh? Taylor. Taylor would be the owner of the dog. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. She contacted police a day later and said Patton posted a photo on social media and wrote about hustling for money, the complaint said. But Patton is the guy who died in the shooting in Minneapolis. Right. On Newton Avenue, it's between 55 and Plymouth Avenue. Right. 900 block <laughs> of North Newton. He died, but it sounds like there were numerous people involved all shooting. Mm. Yeah. And the cops have no uh, leads, no leads, nothing to go on. Do nor do we know where the puppy, where are the fluffies. Yeah. What is is it? The movie called Burn After Reading, where everything was weird and confusing, and it was with uh, what's his name, Clooney, Brad, Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt. And I'm not sure of that movie. That was not a very good movie. That was a Coen Brothers movie, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, but there was all these weird twists with these semi sketchy people and. Yeah, but the fact that after the guy had been shot, yeah, some other dude comes up and plugs him a couple times yeah. for good measure. Yeah, runs up and that guy won't. And where are the dogs? I don't know. They're, they're, I think what's five times fifteen? Sixty? Seventy-five. 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 There's seventy-five thousand worth of dogs missing here. Seventy-five thousand wow. dollars worth of fluffies are missing. Uh, first of all, I'm not assigning blame to anybody but everybody here needs a, a deep, let's just go a deep background investigation on all of these yeah, people yeah. from the owners all the way down to the kennel cleaner and everybody else well the circle of purchasers at that price would be rather small wouldn't you think let's look at all of the purchasers all the potential buyers yep but i think this is either the start or the end of a novel <laughs> at least it would be a chapter. Mm-hmm. It would be something that would be fun to be a chapter. And it'd be like chapter 13, you call it The Puppies. Who's that guy in uh, Florida that you guys love so well? Bob something. Randy Lee, uh, Randy Wayne White. Yeah, no, Bob Swagger. This, uh, this oh, seems Bob like Lee a Swagger. case for Swagger. Well, first yeah. of all, uh, Bob Lee Swagger has nothing to do with Florida. Florida, yeah. And the author is Stephen Hunter. Yeah, but I see Swagger on the case here. <laughs> okay, yes. Okay, Kenny. You never read one of his books, have you, Kenny? No, he hasn't. <laughs> Something about assassin or shooting, yep. a sniper. Uh, a sniper. Do you want Billy Stein's Christmas lyric that he submitted to the Garrison Keeler Christmas lyric contest? Of course I do. Yeah. Uh Christmas is special for Joe. Well, he doesn't mean me. He said some other Joe. Christmas is special for Joe. It's the birth of our savior, you know. He asked Santa for cash, but his date gave him a rash, so it's off the R-ho-ho. That's his lyric. 
Merry Christmas. Garage Logic Spring is progressing well. There is no ice on the main basin of Cedar Lake in Aiken County. I believe that's Aiken County, or it's Crow Wing County in the town it's of Aiken. Aiken, Aiken County. Whatever. Uh, there's no uh, there's no ice on Billy's Lake in the main part of the lake. Hmm. There is ice on the not the main part. What about the Ripple? Lake. Check on Ripple, Billy. What, what's Ripple? Ripple, it's a lake. Only because they come to us all the way from uh, where are we? Because uh, the man's had their cabin on Ripple Lake. There's a transsexual that lives up there yeah. in the Aiken area that uh, former deacon caused a guy to uh, give it a, a second uh, glance and a scratch. What in Aiken? I'm just sitting there one day minding my own business at a stoplight, and I think it's 210 and 169. And uh, I, that was two years ago. I still haven't recovered. <laughs> so were you, uh, were you approached? No, I was. I'll say he was crawling. I was, I was in my car or my truck, and I was just sitting there waiting for the light Anything to turn. Anything you want. Dude, he goes stomping by, and I, uh, I start looking around, and I look at the people in the vehicle right oh, next to me, yeah. and they were laughing their heads off at me because obviously they're familiar with this gal. Yeah, and they thought my my That'd be uh, a it kind of be a tough town to be a transit. Yeah, that's fact, what I'm thinking. I believe it's the a crowd small community that crowd of people that knew Kenny was saying. 23, 23, <laughs> yeah, 23. And, and I, I, I asked Billy about this, and he was like, uh, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." That's, you know, so Frank, Frank. Well, maybe it's a maybe it's a well loved character in town. I think, it, yeah, she probably might might be. Yeah, uh, only know, because he's a Mister uh, Razor, maybe some <laughs> shaving cream. Well, only because they come to us all the way from Lake Lake Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, and traveling today at the airport. The airport was really busy today, and I get approached to ask a lot of directions. And uh, somebody said, "Excuse me, can you tell me where's the security line?" And I looked at the lady, and she had a full-on mustache. And I, uh, I tried. You mean I a tried real mustache? To, she had like hairs coming out of her, and it was not just one or two. It was a. It was a. It wasn't a. Um, you know, full, like, what's his name? I occasionally will see a woman who appears to be wearing the glasses and the fake nose. Really? You, know, you ever see that look? <laughs> like the Groucho Marx thing? Yeah, the Groucho Marx Say the same way and you get $100. But it's real. I mean, those, it's real. It's Walking around Highland? No, I think I saw her on the news. Oh, she came up to you and said, It's time to play Love <laughs> Hardware Store. I think a lot of this is done for the shock value mm -hmm. and the key is to not act shock you just talk to them like you know they're not super crazy weird right or thomas who that they're, okay yeah. now and I, I don't mean this as as weird or anything but up here in the north woods i don't yeah. live in the north woods i live in uh, andover there, there are many businesses that have obvious transsexuals working no that's not true where you guys are I, I don't um, know. I, I don't ask. Some, you know, yeah, just, Does Andover have a downtown? No. John, <laughs> I don't. Uh, I, I, I think that's common. That's fine. I don't, well, yeah, uh, I think that's very common at this point. What is, and I'm, I'm not, I don't mean this to be funny because it's serious. Why are, so oh, people, Joe. why are so many people getting hit by cars in the northern metro? It got bad streetlights. Is that why? No, I mean bad uh, 
crossing. The, the roads are, are too wide, and and, and uh, you can't get it's across. It's terrible. Yeah. 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 Can I, you know, as long as we're interrupting Joe continuously, Boy, let me add to that. Yeah. I'm Up glad here, this is the last show of the year. Where right? I live, we don't have many streetlights and there no sidewalks. And people take walks in dark clothing. There, there you are. There which you, if you drive more than 15 miles an hour around your windy streets up in Andover, you might hit somebody pretty easily. Gotcha. Yeah. All, right, All right, Joe, I think. Uh, roommates um, on a weekly <laughs> basis um, comes in contact with a customer that's a transsexual. And the roommate is the only one that doesn't give the, the transsexual pause or say something or act outrage. So much so that the uh, tranny actually said to her one day, you, you you seem pretty cool with all of this. And she said, well, I'm from Minneapolis. I see this all the time. Mm-hmm. But the rubes that work alongside. Well, they're the a gog. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, yeah. Well, who, who used to call? We had a trans fan of the show. Paula. 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 Yeah. It was Paul and Paula. And that did she sell TVs? I don't know. I think she worked at a department store, if I remember. All right. Only. You know, my kid has a basketball game. Who's <laughs> repping? I'm done, Joe. Go ahead. Only. <laughs> I think I am too. Rookie, got anything else before we finish? I got to tell you about Zero Res, 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. Oh, yeah, you go ahead. You're good. I'll yeah, I'd wonder if I get the time in the town. Only <laughs> because they come to us all the way from Lake Lock, Ve- Lake, Lake. Lake Las Vegas, Nevada, sure. where, <laughs> from the <laughs> Traveling Lions. And uh, Matt, uh, Tom Lyman uh, shares your birth date. Oh, I forgot that my birthday is tomorrow. Can you imagine that? <laughs> I could have been driving you nuts all show, but I really forgot about it. Oh, hey, uh, you guys are back on the air. Appreciate it. <laughs> it was on this day. December 22nd. In, 19, in 1858. That's a long time ago. The Reverend Edward D. Neal officiated at the dedication of the first House of Hope Presbyterian Church mm. building, a chapel that stood on Walnut Street between Oak and Pleasant Avenues in St. Paul. Okay. The congregation moved in 1869 to a church at Fifth and Exchange Street, and then in 1914 to that uh, beautiful, beautiful church on Summit, Summit Avenue. Avenue. Mm-hmm. Uh, very lovely church. Yes. Hmm. It, that's House of Hope Presbyterian. But is that the one that... Where they're, the, them and the Catholics, I've seen the... There ain't no difference. But is that the one where they have the, the gardens out front? Yes. I, and, wish, that we had, I, I wish that was nice grass. I, I don't care for the gardens. Well, it's oh, a... It's wow. a uh, I think it's a... Uh, I like that Houses of the Holy song by Led Zeppelin. <laughs> I think it's an effort, Matt, to to create uh, food for food banks. And... Okay, gotcha. You know what the church is saying on your observation of grass versus, uh, what is it, uh, gardens? Yes. Mm-hmm. Noted. Noted, okay. They, Thank you. Noted that. And that, that's all we accomplished on this day. In that's this it? State. They had it. The state was preparing for Rookie's birthday. Yeah. The state was getting ready for Christmas, and that was 1858. That was the year of our statehood. You wouldn't know that from the new flag, but that's that was the year of our statehood. Yeah. So yeah, they'll never down. know if we're in peril. No, you can't even fly the new flag upside down, and we're in distress. I wonder if you can get that new flag at... Alamo, Alamo flag flag. in Burnsville. Well, it exists. Yeah. Yes, it's in the Burnsville Mall, can't second floor. Yeah, I can't wait to talk to him. What if I wanted to clean my floors? What? 
You'd call zero rest. Why would you say such a thing? You know that already, Reavers. 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. And before we close out the show, let me tell you about the rookie special. Get three rooms, zero reservoirs, starting at just $129. Dirt and dandards hiding in your air ducts. This month, take 75 bucks off when you get your air ducts zero res clean. What's their history? Well, 17,000 reviews. You should check them out, and you'll be very educated. 4.9 rating on Google. They stand behind everything they do. They have the zero res, gotta love it guarantee. Uh, zero res is safe and effective. I use them. Everybody I know uses them, and you can get three rooms zero reservoirs starting at just 129 bucks. And again, 75 bucks off this month for your air ducts. Call. 952-Zero-Rez-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z, or go online to ZeroRezMinnesota.com. Tell them you want the I am uh, timing my commercial to 59-second special. Now tell them you want the rookie special. 952-Zero-Rez, spell it forward or backward, spells the same, Zero-Rez. I'm a little disappointed in you. Why? It's customary that on this day, the last GL show before Christmas, you wear your birthday boy sweater. Oh, I'm right. Shoot. You know what? We might have to cancel Christmas. <laughs> what do you think? Going to Santa I've got Claus? an assignment for you. Gosh. <laughs> but I'll tell you uh, off the air. For real? Does the council real? get to take part? Yes. Speaking of the council, Rookie's not going to like the fact that the council takes part. But give the take part. gift of Garage Logic via the oh, town yeah. council this holiday it. season. You still got time. Ross says he will take your orders up until Christmas Day. That's right. That's nice. Also, sign up for Garage Logic on YouTube where we are providing daily content for you. What else? And when you're sitting around all hammered on Christmas Eve, check out our YouTube page, Garage Logic. You can subscribe for free. <laughs> Christmas child, Christmas child. You cannot do the show in 2024 unless you provide all of us proof that you've signed up for a colonoscopy. Oh, I'm down with that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm serious. They you did call me. They did call me. Well, I, I, I need proof. No. I need proof. I agree. You we should all not, want to watch. You should not be allowed back, Matthew. Video? It's it's serious. It's really council really members. Serious. He's, he's going to be what tomorrow? Fifty something. Fifty five. And he's never had a colonoscopy. You do you're, need to get in. You you're are. fifteen years too late. So this is and and I'm not kidding because I'm not going to have you in here drooling of, with some illness. So you you <laughs> have to you, uh, you have yes. to. He's already got to put up with my full of colon cancer. Well, whatever. Yeah, you have to yeah. you have to demonstrate to all of us that you've gotten that taken care of. Okay, you can do it today. Do you make the phone call today. What are you a telethon? No, you. This is you know, for years. Oh yeah, I'll do it. Hey, no, I guy. want. No, I need hey, the proof. Here, and you know what? Joe says he'll run the hose. Yeah, you I don't want to get. I don't want to be within ten Joe, miles of it. Finger. I'm just telling you, you got any doctors on the council? Will you write him? Fingers, trust this me. is ridiculous. No, I got it. Hey, got step you. aside. Let me. No, they, you don't. They, they just they called me last week. Well, they've been calling me for two weeks. Well, then call them. I will. You know what's fun? I will. You, I'll have, I will have it made by the time. Well, you can't do the show in 2024 unless this has been taken care of. But do it. Key. You know what? Do it right now. You know what's fun? The prep. I don't have the, the prep. Isn't there fun. a phone in there? No. I got a phone. You can use my I'll cell phone. I'll do it. No, you won't. No, you won't. Call it right now. HIPAA you laws, won't do it. HIPAA laws don't allow me to make those I'm reservations. Gonna, you know on. I'm going to text your kids. 
Because you'll listen to them. Speaking yeah, of that, I think I do have no, some gas. None of them have call, probably done it either. No, call Michelle. I bet she hasn't had it done. Has she, Rook? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, Jesus, my how many God. Mikulskis do I have in my damn phone? How many do you have? You know. You know. All right. Did you yes, guys want, want me to save that map of the brown Christmases? Yes. That was good I, stuff. I think you should, should post it in your, um, on your wall. From the window to the wall. The window to the wall. <laughs> till the sweat drops down, down my, my ball. My ball. <laughs> it's the background singers that get me. Like a Saturday Night Live yeah. skit. Um, <laughs> Kenny. Hi, Matt. I want you to want me. Google um, Tampon Farm. <laughs> uh, Kate McKinnon, they did a Saturday Night Live sketch, and she's doing it like she's some tripper, and they, they grow tampons, and they even have Billie Eilish with a big That's not funny. bucket. It's funnier than hell. It's it's their Kate McKinnon's funny. They're harvesting tampons. All these ladies are coming out of the ground and they're oh making God. floral arrangements with them. It is one of the funniest things no, I've seen. Kate McKinnon's funny, Joe. You're wrong. She's she's pretty funny. Yahoo says Kate McKinnon's tampon farm sketch has us cackling and reminds us why SNL is best when it's gay as you know what. I'm ready, Joe. For what? The description. The mayor is very proud of the information he revealed about brown Christmases. <laughs> what do I hear? Is this the tampon thing? Yeah. Okay, what else? The new state flag cannot be hung upside down. I can be hung upside down. Hey now. Hey now. Oops. Up. Side down. down. Okay. Boy, you turn me. Typically, comma. Yep. Budgets for the new state free lunch program. Whoops. Free state lunch program. Sorry. Lunch program. Yep. Came up drastically short. Of what it will really cost. Okay. John Height News. What'd you write about? Fluff. Fluff. Christmas? Fluffies. 120000 for a fluffer? Yep. Heard, uh, That's Billie Eilish. John, don't forget to send me news stories. I'm doing it right now. Let me see it for a second. Can you imagine how many they had to buy for this? Oh, no. Uh-oh, what's breaking? And that's what's-her-name from olden days, right? No, the other gal. Listen to the crowd. That Billy Eilish? Yeah. 
holding the bucket. Who's the old, old, old cast member they got in there? Rookie, Rookie, who's the old cast member they have in there? No. No. I see Billy. I don't get it. It's just it's I'm just willing silly. to I'm willing to laugh, but I don't it's, get it. It's just That's it's just because that you don't have a sense of humor. <laughs> it's not supposed to mean anything. It's just supposed to be. I mean, somebody sat there and put together. I got an idea. We're gonna sing a song about a tampon farm and pretend we're growing tampons. Maya, oh, Maya Rudolph is in it, and Kirsten Wig is in it. Maya Rudolph is who I was referring to. Oh yeah, Maya's playing the guitar. I love that Billie Eilish did that. Which one's Billie Eilish? She's the one that was taking the, uh, shaking the tree. <clears throat> oh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, here's this. Here's Billie. She is that gal. And then she shakes the tree. And then you got Maya Rudolph had the, who's playing the guitar and singing? Kate McKinnon. Where's uh, Kristen? I don't. I didn't see Kristen Wig. I don't know. It says that she was in here. On the uh, now, she's funny. On the Kristen description, she's hilarious. Very funny. Kristen Wig is funny. But you can't grow those. Joe. That's the funnier part of it. Stop. You're trying too hard. Dun, bun, bun. Um <laughs> trying to think of an analogy. Okay, Chris, I said him. Uh, there's a new episode of Reacher out today. <clears throat> All right, I'm gonna take care of this. Till the sweat That tasted like pickles. Gross. <laughs> okay, this has to go here. Oh, we didn't even mention Ricey. I gotta add Patrick. Oh, put that in there. <clears throat> Ricey. I don't like that I only have one episode I, to watch today. What I'm going to do? I started tomorrow? Reacher last night. Which season? season? One, for season one, episode one. Yeah. I'm going to be hooked. I can already tell. Yeah, but I, my problem with it is that episode two will not be terribly different than the one you watched last night. You, you know have a problem with everything that's fun yep. and good. Oh, I remember really, Royce suggested watching uh, Shrinking. Yes. Shrinking. Okay, a kid I used to have watched it. They turned it off. It was so horrible. Okay. Royce's losing it on his recommendations. No, I just think Patrick's bored, so he likes a lot of different stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? I think I do. Um, This is where not reading the books is going to pay off. Oh, <laughs> maybe that's it. I, I've, read, I've read every book about Reacher. I love the character, though. I that's really a great do. idea. The character's fantastic. I can I can help you, Joe. Yeah. As, as we get older, because yeah. I'm the other one who's getting older in this program, you don't want to waste uh, time watching stuff. 
that is, you know, predictable. I have that same issue. Oh, you do have that problem. You hate stuff. That's- the only thing that kept my attention, uh, there's been two shows that I'll, that I watched to completion. The Crown, because I just like the history of the whole Queen thing. The Brits. And Peaky Blinders. Quite right. Peaky Blinders was, I think, endlessly perfect. Endlessly fascinating. Mm-hmm. And each episode was uh, unexpected delights. The episode two of Reacher is you're going to beat somebody else up in the town. Yeah, it's you sweet. Know? Yeah. You get that bad guy. Well, go read The Killing Floor nah. by Lee Child. That, that's the Reacher story this is based on. Yeah, but there, are there pictures in it? Where his... <laughs> no. No, no pictures. Hey, Joe. Joe, I uh, think he's casting. I, <laughs> you know I what I'm bit, saying? I, and I bit. Like you a bit right away. Yeah. You bit immediately. You dumbass the other day. Did you have mutton last night? No way. <laughs> <laughs> God, he does. He knows how to play you like a violin. I have to laugh. Oh. <laughs> no. Is it about? It looks like it's about cops. What? Peaky Blinders. Oh, no, oh you've never not. seen any of it. Oh, Ken, no, I don't not watch Netflix. it. You're in for a treat. Yeah, it's really good. I haven't finished it. I've only gone through one season, but oh some my point. god, John! I've, well, I've I know. Been, see, I actually completed the whole series. That's and that was a that was you had to make a commitment there. Yes, it's five or six seasons, right? Is it's a yeah. musical, right? No, no. Yeah, for <laughs> well, you. I see. Now Kenny's casting. <laughs> a lot of casting going on here. <laughs> Sandwiches. BLTs, salads, and steak wraps. Whether you're frying it alongside a couple of eggs or putting it on a cheeseburger, hardwood smoked bacon from Market Pantry brand will have you convinced that it's the best hardwood smoked bacon brand on the market or in your pantry. Well, let me tell you about bacon. The first experiments in Project Beast... The first experiments in Project Beast Note were done on a 642-pound prize-winning forest hog named Stromboli. (laughs) (laughs) They would play a recording of Sinead They would play they would play a recording of Sinead O'Connor singing the Beast Note every morning. (laughs) As Stromboli ate his slop. (laughs) Within two weeks, the scientists running the operation were able to teach Stromboli how to fire a modified MP5 submachine gun with his mouth. So as you watch your children choking down thick slabs of market pantry brand hardwood smoked bacon with their pancakes, pray to God that the colon cancer kills them before the stromboli does. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh Project Beast Note. Yeah. Stromboli the forest hog. Here's another one. Mm. Whether you're plant curious or plant committed, Hormel has you covered with their new plant-based chili with beans. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. 
America's number one selling chili brand is innovating the chili game once again with canned chili that will delight plant lovers and traditional chili enthusiasts alike. <laughs> Packed with 22 grams of plant po- protein per can, Hormel-based chili with beans is dairy-free, egg-free, gluten-free, and BPA-free. Stock up on Hormel plant-based chili <laughs> with beans for as little as $2.60 a can at your local supermarket or on Amazon. <laughs> chili, the perfect snack during hot yoga. <laughs> chili, there's a reason it's served at Catholic Mass. Chili, Mozart composed his first, first concerto at six years old. <laughs> Chili, it's 345 somewhere. <laughs> Chili, your grandmother asked to be buried in a casket full of it. Don't disrespect her memory. <laughs> well, let me tell you about oh Chile. Here we go. Chile. This is the best. In 1991, part. Jamie Guzman, an advisor to the right wing dictator of Chile, Augusto Pinochet was assassinated. The job was credited to far-left paramilitary group trying to restore democracy to the country. The story made perfect sense except for one thing. The angle of the bullets that struck Guzman were too low for the weapon to have been fired by a human being. And the bullets themselves didn't come from the standard issue AK-47 which was the weapon of choice for freedom fighters. Uh-huh. The bullets came from a modified MP5 submachine gun. The trigger man was Stromboli. So while you're wiping Hormel plant-based chili out of your baby's eyes before bedtime, why don't you tell me, why don't you tell me a better way to assassinate a high-ranking official of the uh, authoritarian dictatorship in the early 1990s? Holy fuck. I don't know if Hormel's going to be on board. (laughs) Why don't you tell me? Why don't you tell me? Why don't you tell me? I can't get down to the scratchiness. Right there. He's got a frog here. in his throat. It's right here. He's got a frog man in Keep, his throat. That was closer. I can't go lower. I can't go any lower opening up my jowls <laughs> that are made of steel. Is there any other ones? Well, he. The problem is the guy that he's doing this with, he is a weenie. Well, that and he, he, he shouldn't be on the mic. It's It makes it so you can't hear him. But this bird. Well, let me tell you about an unforgettable trip. After Stromboli completed his first assassination, (laughs) the brass at the DOD started to get scared that Beast Note might fall into the wrong hands. So they flew Stromboli back to America on a cargo jet. They met him at the airport and and euthanized him (laughs) to minimize the risk of anyone finding out about the program. And the only known recording of Sinead O'Connor singing the Beast Note was supposedly erased to prevent terrorist groups from using it to control an army of animals to march on various world capitals. So why don't you tell me how much you enjoyed your last vacation, knowing that at any moment... 
an orangutan could knock your door in and deliver a lethal dose of cyanide <laughs> via a blow dart gun. <laughs> okay. Oh, is, he, is Will writing? The, he's got to be writing those parts. I would assume so. They're fabulous. Because he's reading it from his laptop. Oh, my God. So I would assume. That is funny. That's pretty good. Now, that's funny. That's good. Tampons is not funny. Tampons that's farm funny. Is funny. <laughs> that's funny. All right, I got to run. Why don't you tell me why, why you, you got to go? Why, why you gotta don't run? you tell me? Why don't you tell me? Yeah. That's what I want. When is he coming on to argue with Joe about Teslas? We got to do that. The longer he waits, the the more I stand a chance of winning the argument as people realize these are pieces of shit. Why don't you tell me? <laughs> Why don't you tell me? Why don't you tell me what it'll shit. be? I'll tell you about a pieces of shit. Yeah. We had a cargo uh, cargo hold full of shit one time. See, that's where Will goes. He go. He takes Jesse's paranoid mind about you know guerrilla warfare and he turns it into these wonderful scenarios of the beast note and pigs and tortillas, tortillas. we were going through the panama canal yeah. with the cargo full of shit I and, I, and i didn't have time to bleed yeah. oh so was it he told jean-claude van damme was i ain't got time to bleed i don't know i died he died in both Not arnold in, movies did he really yeah, he, he died. I wonder in, if he uh, gets a check. Man. I wonder if he gets a check when those are on TV. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and you know what? And he knows too. He is. Uh, I'm fully vested in Aftra SAG. He's reading the TV guide every day to see. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and don't think I won't. All right, bye guys. Yep. Why is it hey, recently? Merry Christmas, Rook. Yeah, happy birthday too. And happy birthday. Thank you. you and you remember. ain't. And what are you going to do? Because you're not doing the show in 2024 unless you do it. But Let next, me tell you. But next week. Yeah. Next next week is still 2023. Yeah. Yeah, you got time to do it. I ain't got time to. Oh, have some Hormel. I don't have some Hormel chili. Plant based. Plant based chili. Plant based. <laughs> I'm going to base it with my plant. <clears throat> Oh. Okay. Oh boy. Counsel, you got paid today. Yeah. All right. Merry Christmas.